0: Yes, hi, hello. This is James, also known as Saber0307, and welcome back to Gooncast, where we fucking suffer through garbage so you don't have to.
1: <laughs> Yay. Portion That's an us.
2: understatement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we will carry the cross for you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Cat, aka the Attack Cat, uh, on Twitch. I am a QA tester by day. Sometimes streamer uh, slash artist slash writer uh, by night.
1: Well, shaking it, everybody! It's your boy Lee Alder, the Valley Jester, horror and fantasy writer. And God, I cannot take any more bad horror. <laughs> so we had to spread the suffering around. Yeah, once oh, again, we're, we're, we're jo- <laughs> we're, once again, we're joined by Mike. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm back.
3: The curse continues. Thanks for having me on again, friends. Um, <laughs> MC my Ghoul name is, Guts
2: in the house. <laughs> that's, that's right.
3: It's Michael. Uh, I also go by Ghoul Guts on, on the internet, on on Twitch uh, mostly. I'm a musician and a writer and a uh, de facto member of this here Goon Squad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. So let's kick things off with uh, Fear Street was a piece of shit. Oh
2: my god. <laughs> yep. What a... What... A, a thing i would never have expected to be a hot take but given all of the rave reviews it uh-huh. seems like it's it seems like it's a real uh, uh a real unpopular opinion we all hold Yeah, We're the
1: contrarians yeah yeah man.
2: it's yeah.
0: this this wasn't even really a planned podcast thing it was just like a few weeks ago when it, when fear street was about to drop on netflix it was like oh this is getting like really high critical praise Hey, what, may, may, you know it—it seems like a, a goofy horror movie. This could be entertaining. Why don't yeah. we do a watch party of it? And then it's it
2: R.L. Stein. Yeah, you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was a giant, giant piece of shit. I would rather watch the Jack Black Goosebumps movies. Yeah. Than rewatch yeah. Fear Street.
0: Yeah, and and then we were like, all right, we got it. We got to see how this ride continues. And then we watch part two, and it was marginally better. It was one. agreed. <laughs> yeah. It was, but it was still a giant, giant piece of shit. And then mm. we're like, "All right, how is this fucking thing gonna end?" And it, 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 it's. I f- it's just
1: fuck. It ends with Arthur Miller's The Crucible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And, no, and actually, together. it does.
1: The, double. The, the Devil. The devil. devil. Oh, oh we'll God. get there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so no, none of us have any nostalgia value for the Fair Street novels, correct? None of us read them? No, nope. I...
2: Yeah, yeah, I... This was the first time I've ever heard of them. I, I was honestly not a big um, Goosebumps kid, uh, oh, because, okay. again, it was one of those things where uh, it was it was horror, the, the covers were scary, therefore it was banned from my house.
4: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> My, my cousins had a couple of them and I would like sneak peeks at the cover and like, you know, be like, oh, what's that about? And they'd tell me, but I never read them myself. So,
1: yeah, I, I, I haven't read any of the Fear Street books. And also, from what I understand, this adaptation doesn't really follow the source material very well. If that's at good all. to know. Okay. It's mostly just by name. Yeah. Um, that's That's but, what I read, too. Yeah, so we're, we're able to tackle this without any, um, you know, rose-tinted glasses about the past. There's no nostalgia factor here for any of us. We, we approached these three movies just as horror fans. And, um, wow, even just even just on the lower bar that I kind of set for slashers, because you can get away with more, I think. Slashers are meant to be fun and goofy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, even Agreed. with that lower set of expectations, these just fell completely flat, especially the first one
2: oh yeah yep. yes the the, the, the,
1: the the first
2: one was wow. definitely easily the weakest of the of the of the three
3: yeah um, yeah
2: and yeah i don't know how, how should we should we kind of like go through what happens in each
1: yeah i i think because Let's pick, um pick through it a little yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it's surprising i i actually just about uh 30 minutes ago um I was looking at a poll that, uh, that got posted on YouTube from a, a very reputable uh, horror channel mm-hmm. um, asking what people's opinions of the Fear Street series were. Uh, and the way it was set up was, which which one was your favorite? And the answers were part one, part two, part three, and I haven't seen any. And mm-hmm. I was shocked to see that 70% chose I haven't seen them. Interesting. Interesting. Because I feel like Still a lot there. of attention is is you know going around about this series. it seems like it yeah. yeah
3: and all these rave reviews you know
2: yeah for sure for, for those unaware um, the
0: first has an 82 percent critic score and the second has an 89 percent critic score and the third wow. has a 91 percent
2: critic oh, score. oh, oh my man. god
3: uh, i got a bone to is, with that third movie man. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no oh my god absolutely like i and i don't want to be like oh like criticism is dead or whatever um but that just seems it seems completely off to me even even if you're judging it as a like fun b movie (coughs) which is what ostensibly this is supposed to be yeah it still falls so flat compared to well okay so let's just i'm just gonna get into it a little bit um one of the big influences that i see in this trilogy of movies which um we can get into later, but I personally don't think should have been a trilogy. I think that there is like, there, like, yes, there's enough material for three movies, Mm. but there's not enough good material for three movies. And honestly, the the twist at the end of three is kind of like, this could have been one movie. And in fact, I've seen that one movie and it's way better than this. Um, But so one of the things that I kept kind of coming back to was sort of how similar this trilogy felt to uh the American horror story um like anthology TV show right um so because first of all thematically there are some elements that mirror it there's um you know the third movie is all all takes place in uh you know like 1666 right it's like burning witches which is exactly a like Roanoke is a season of American horror story that deals with you know witchcraft and also there's another season that that actually has you know young witches growing up in a house together the third season yeah yeah
3: that's right yeah
2: so it was it was coven roanoke and then the first um uh the first movie is all about uh you know like like there's like teens in a mall and it's kind of like the you know typical like It's it's mid '90s, but it feels very much like that Stranger Things aesthetic because it's very much. First of all, they took a lot of actors from Stranger Things, so that probably also influenced Mm. it. But they've got the they've got the neon, they've got the you know, like just the general vibe of it is very feels very Stranger Things as well. Yeah, Um, so clearly that was an influence. It's
0: Diet Scream as well too.
2: Yes, (laughs) diet. Well, yeah. So that's the thing is like um, American Horror Story season one was like Murder House. Um and that's what that basically felt like. Uh and maybe a little bit of um uh oh gosh. I'm trying to remember. Maybe a little bit of hotel. I don't know. Um but then the the middle movie, the second movie takes place at a summer camp, which is exactly American horror story, the season 1984 is all serial killers in a summer camp.
3: I didn't and, see that one. That's really funny.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting there like, I am not, I am not a huge fan of American Horror Story. I've watched all of them because there's something very fun about the way that they're, like, the way they do their thing. I have, I have, like, honestly, I've probably hate-watched them more than I've, like, enjoy-watched them. Understand um, that. But, yeah, like, they, they, they do have a fun element of, like... I get what they're referencing, you know, like I I get the movies they're pulling from. They're kind of just like mashing a bunch of really fun horror movie tropes together in like a huge blender and just like spitting out this like super colorful, crazy, just like weird, like pastiche of like nonsense. Mm -hmm. And it's it's fun. It's a fun ride. This I kept telling, uh, you know, Saber and Lee and Mike while we were watching, this is just fucking watered down. American horror story.
1: Dressed up in neon.
2: Dressed up in neon. Dressed yeah. Up. You're and you're licensed music. Oh. Endless oh. endless oh let's please, let's go
1: ahead and get into the-
0: music. <laughs> like for fuck's sake, if you're gonna stick a fucking licensed track in your fucking song in your fucking movie, don't fucking play it for twenty seconds and then cut to the next fucking licensed track. I get it. It's the nineties or the fucking seventies or whatever it is just obnoxious and Mm -hmm. and and dumb and there's no artistic merit to it it's just it's it's the shit from like the fucking from what i've heard about suicide squad of just this bombardment of of hey you recognize this song you recognize this song and like the the worst moment was when lee was like i bet they're going to use creep and not (laughs) one minute later Mhm. They fucking use creep.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I that that's when I realized this was a cursed experiment was okay. I I should not be able to call a shot like that. I take no pride in being able to do that like, oh god, I can smell it coming. Radiohead is right around the corner. I can hear <laughs> creep coming. And how sad is it that and, you did call and, and it? And they, they play it for and, seconds and then yeah. they, they
0: then they play it for thirty seconds and it's on to the next licensed song music next license song because it's just there mm-hmm. because nineties. And yeah, then well, then according there, to IMDB, yeah. some of the songs didn't even come out in fucking nineteen ninety fucking mm-hmm. form. That's right. And, and there that's right. Post-94. IMDb has
2: a has a bunch of like inconsistencies, like or anachronisms listed, being like, "Oh, this song is played, but it came out the year after." Yeah,
0: yeah. It's not like *Inglorious Bastards*, where Tarantino is making an artistic statement by playing a David Bowie song in World War II. Mm-hmm. This is just,
1: yeah, nineties. It's yeah. trying to buy cheap favor from the audience with the power of nostalgia, which exactly. you know we see plenty of times before. And I'm glad we have a musician in in this conversation here,
4: mm-hmm. but
1: it it strikes me as they are trying to imitate the success of the soundtrack from Guardians of the Galaxy. I know completely different yeah. franchise, mm-hmm. but, no, but,
2: but, but, but that movie
1: also heavily, the, on yeah, Guardians was the first thing that when it came out. It mm-hmm. it shoved the soundtrack in your face aggressively, mm-hmm. with you know going for the nostalgia pop factor mm-hmm. of you know the the seventies and eighties, and it fucking worked because it, it was built Gun into the core narrative.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was built exactly. into the core narrative, and and it, exactly. it has like and an then, emotional weight to it. Like, like. Well, in, and in... then
2: since then we've had we've had Suicide Squad, and I think the Cruella movie too. Have been like lambasted for trying that and just failing to see like what actually made the Guardian soundtrack work.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like when when I when I watch Fear Street and it's just this endless barrage of like licensed music, right? It's just it's just white noise. It's just annoying. When I say like watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and they fucking start doing the intro of Fleetwood Max the Chain as Chris Pratt is gathering his fucking strength, strength to fight the big bad. And, you know, he does the whole, you know, you, you shouldn't have killed my mom and crushed my Walkman yep. thing. And then it mm-hmm. kicks off into the chorus as the fight starts. That is a powerful emotional moment enhanced by the music. And there's
3: yeah. none of that in this piece of shit.
2: Nope. None of that. Absolutely there's, there's none no, of that. They're definitely
3: trying really hard, though. It, it, when
2: it's not licensed music, on. it is generic... Dull, because like you know, like then then you also have the um you know the other other element of it is that this is a horror movie, yeah, right, and and you want a horror movie soundtrack to be creepy, and it's just this like with without the licensed music, it's nothing, it flatlines. I don't even remember the score. Exactly, it's It's completely unmemorable, and just yeah, the the only thing we remember about the score is how terrible the licensed songs were
0: and and, how, and we, how they were
2: chosen and how they were utilized and
0: how we kept wishing for, for ancient Amazonian lamentations. <laughs> Naturally.
2: Honestly. Yes. <laughs>
0: but yeah, Ooh. it's, it's, it's bottom of the barrel junk that is, is super easily predictable to an extent. Like that yes. entire, that entire thing about C Berman in part one, and they kept yeah. making this big deal of not saying her fucking first name. And mm-hmm. it's like, this is going to be a twist. We're going to find out that it's, it's, it's Ziggy, because fuck you. We're going to mm-hmm. make another David Bowie fucking reference.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Or fucking, we, we crack a joke in part one. Oh, Sheriff Good, he's clearly the bad guy. And yeah. then, oh. what do you know? He's the See, bad yeah. guy. And then yeah. in, in part three... I make a joke, it's like, all right, what's the worst, the stupidest fucking thing that they could do with this villain? Oh, I know. Let's have the villain say a homophobic slur so we hate him even more. And then what happens?
2: Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's to me it's uh Yeah, it's just it's it's just lousy writing, you know? I have Um, no So I guess let's I let's dig in a little bit to the like plot like the what happens um because I think I think maybe yeah that's that's super important to get back into because there's not really a setup for like good being the bad guy or anything like no, that no
0: there's not and, and, I don't and think and there's it's, any at all it, and and, yeah, it's like dumb.
2: James making James making that joke was apropos of nothing <laughs> like there was no he was barely in the movie um the, yeah. the you know the fir- part one basically plays like a knockoff Halloween.
0: A, no- a, knock-off, um, a knockoff
2: scream.
4: Yeah, a <laughs> knockoff
2: scream. Um, but yeah, it just, the, you know, there's like, a killer coming after them and, you know, they're not sure why and it turns out that like, oh, it's, it's because we bled on this witch's bones yeah. and now she wants to kill us. Yeah, yeah
0: so the, the, these, what were... These- Three hundred year old bones that are buried above ground, Mm
1: -hmm. under a
0: pile of fucking leaves.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, what were? Yeah, what? what, The inciting incident for those who haven't seen it, it takes place uh, in in this quaint little area that has sort of feuding feuding townships. There's Mm -hmm. uh, Sunnyvale and Shady Side. Yes, and as the names would suggest, Sunnyvale is a place where everyone is preppy and things are perfect. There's zero there's no, to, no crime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a perfect ideal little paradise. Next door is Shady Side, which is where all the rap scallions come from from the other side of the tracks, and mm-hmm. there's all kinds of school drama that goes on between the two. And it's during a prank gone wrong that they uh that a bunch of kids uncover the sh- the shallow grave <laughs> of a witch the three hundred year old
2: shallow ago. grave
1: <laughs> and by bleeding on her bones have essentially reactivated her curse mm-hmm. yeah. uh which yeah. they spend three films establishing our our present day contemporary characters. And then go back oh, in I mean, time. To, hold on. Because yeah. like,
2: not not really. They spend the first film doing that. And then for some reason we get a backstory on a minor character that lasts an entire film.
0: Just right. so we yeah. could find out <laughs> where the hand is buried.
2: Uh, in yeah. the, role,
0: for in the mall, know. for because you build, you build. You... when you build a mall, you don't demolish <laughs> you it. You don't, you don't tear it. You don't tear down the tree. You just build no, it around okay. the fucking tree. Why
2: would you do that? You build it around the
0: tree, man. Come you build on. around it. <laughs> you, you build it around, and and nobody in and, and in the three hundred years, mm. nobody dug at the base of that tree. No animals mm-hmm. dug at the base of that tree and carried off the fucking bones. No cops hey, nobody... found it.
2: Nobody dug up that shallow grave either. (laughs) I mean, at
0: least that's in the middle of the woods on the side of the road, not in the middle of a fucking mall. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 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 it, man.
2: But yeah, so the, um, uh, from, from that inciting incident spawns, uh, just essentially the curse is that this witch is now coming to hunt down and kill you. And, and she's specifically coming after, this is the, the witches Sarah Fear, um, and she she has your name scratched in a cave somewhere, and you are going to die now that you've bled on her bones. Sarah um, and she's Fear. Going, yeah. Do here, yeah,
1: yeah. Do you get, get it? it?
4: Wow. Do you Witch, get it? Do you get it? Do you get it?
2: Some of the names I feel like I can kind of forgive, because that's very, like, it's a, you know... It's R.L. Stein. It's a kids' horror book. I'm like, I get it. Shady Side, yeah. Sunnyvale. It's cheesy and lame, but that's kind of
3: definitely not for kids, though.
2: It, yes, yes, yes. It was not. Um, but so then, yeah. What follows from that is a an incredibly generic, like slasher movie um, with
0: no body count.
2: Well, with well no yeah, body, it was body count. count. We we kind of we kind of mentioned at the time that it reminded us a little bit of the the Chucky remake. The, the most recent one, yeah. because in that remake, there was one creative kill that we were like, okay, that's a Chucky kill. And then everything else was just, like, really terrible. There yeah. was one creative kill in the first Fear Street movie, and it was the, um... The, of, the, the, the bread meat slicer. Bread slicer. The bread yeah. slicer. Yeah, thank not,
0: you. Not to mention, too, like, they make this big plot point. They, 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 they go, oh, she's only after so-and-so because so-and-so blood on her bones bones Mm -hmm. she's she's specifically only after so-and-so it's like okay then why did the killer kill the front desk nurse Mm
4: -hmm. kill
0: the chick's boyfriend Mm
4: -hmm. kill
0: the fucking drug orderly dude like they weren't in the way they weren't trying to stop him it's it's Mm -hmm. like inconsistent horseshit those like yeah and it's it's like those are the only three kills on top of like two thrown in at the very end of the movie. And it's like, I'm not expecting like mm-hmm. a huge body count for a fucking slasher movie. Like Halloween has, I think, like mm-hmm. six kills, the first Halloween. The, mm-hmm. the entirety of the movie. And that movie is fine because it has atmosphere yeah. and mood. It's yes. it's directed because well it and other good things writing. that make a movie good. Yeah, and, and you're invested. Whereas whereas this, it's like, it's just it's just it's it's just it's just luck. And like I, I think we went 40 minutes. From like the first the first kill in the movie until like mm-hmm. anything oh, started yes. to happen,
2: yes, correct.
0: It was just endless cringe setup of of just nineties horseshit mm-hmm. and licensed music and just ah, I'm a little kid using aim and in chat rooms and <laughs> using
2: aim in a font that did not exist in, in 1994 a font that <laughs> did not exist
0: in 94.
2: By the way in case anybody like thought this movie was well researched for using aim it was not no. also on like an HD monitor it's... I saw and... that and I was like aim has never looked so clear and and
0: and and, and with a, a a keyboard that apparently doesn't plug into the back of the computer since this elder sister is just able to yank the keyboard away and it doesn't get <laughs> unplugged and it doesn't knock anything over
2: yeah just just you know. A, a great a great job really setting setting the time period
0: <laughs> you, like you, you you literally could have just ditched the 94 it, like okay. if, if you did not say that it took place in 94 i i wouldn't, wouldn't have noticed
3: for the no most
2: difference. part yeah i uh That's why um, they
3: drove drove it home again and again with uh-huh. the licensed music you know yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, no, they had to because they couldn't with the set dressing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you guys want some nine-inch nails? I, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to have a good, competent film. Fuck you, you're getting nine-inch nails. Can we get we right, some Limp nails, biscuit? Just Don't do closer. You're getting closer. God damn it. Yeah, no. Yeah, that, that, that's
2: it, yeah. It's like every... God, fuck, man. The, so, okay, so the... um uh <laughs> So, to continue the plot of the first movie... um. By, by the end of it, they end up essentially seeking out... Uh, they, they sort of pull a uh, Final Destination 2 where they're like, Oh, there's one person, Seraphir Cursed, who survived this Sea Berman, and we have to find her. Uh, because essentially they they think they've defeated her. They think they've, they've got the killer. Um, but then uh, the main character's girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend... Or no, they get back together in the movie, right? Yeah, they right? get back
0: together, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, they get back together. But she gets zombified at the end. And they're like, oh no, the curse is still happening. We have to go find the C. Berman person. So they drive to uh, uh, Jillian Jacobs' house. And it's it was clearly Jillian Jacobs on the phone. And it's clearly Jillian Jacobs when she answers the door. And it's clearly Jillian Jacobs when we start the next movie. Which is her backstory in a summer camp in the 70s. More um, is there anything music? important about the about the first movie that I missed before we move on to number two and uh, somebody else uh, describes what the fuck <laughs> happens in number two? Uh
0: I don't I don't I don't remember. Oh, I there don- was
2: that one scene where everyone started fucking before uh before the like final confrontation with the with Oh the yeah, zombies. yeah. We had yeah. that super awkward scene where fucking seventeen year old might have fucked a twelve year old. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was that's, incredibly it's like the 90s guys. It's
3: fine. <laughs> it's fine. <yeah, laughs> it's fine.
2: <the 90s. laughs> Open your eyes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was, it was or, very
3: on the edge of tomorrow.
2: <laughs> I, I remember, I remember watching that scene and just immediately being like, yes, a screenwriter wrote this because that's what that scene felt like. It felt like the, like the, the most hand of the author I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, oh, I
0: did, I did, I did, I I did remember one thing about that's that's super important. Cat that happens in the first film because because they do a callback to it in the third film, and that's Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. the fact that the twelve year old kid keeps saying the fucking Konami code.
3: Uh,
2: Oh yeah, Uh, that's right. That happened in
3: in the third movie. I cringe so hard, but we'll get to it. Oh, we'll get to it.
2: All right, Uh, all right. Part two, part two. Who's gonna go?
1: I, was do right. it. I would like to selflessly nominate Mikey. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I,
0: I'm taking, I'm taking, hey. I'm taking part three. I'm taking part three.
2: Fall on the sword, ghoul guts. Hey, I'm, I'm taking cute. part
0: three. Lee, you're getting infinite darkness.
3: Spoilers hey. for us talking no. about infinite darkness.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I uh, uh t- to be honest i i liked uh, 7.56 a little bit more than the first one Same. and um there's a couple re- reasons why and um it's only loosely the plot you know uh, i i did like the uh, setting the the like campground like uh, spooks you know like that's yeah. th- that's pretty classic and cool but um in terms of uh, like what happens in this movie? I saw it. I was paying attention. It was paying some attention, you know. But um it's definitely not the clearest in my in my mind. This, but just um, because it's basically an anime filler arc.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. It really it's is a
3: huge flashback arc. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: It's 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 mm-hmm. it's nothing nothing advances the story outside of the hand is buried in this
2: tree. Yes. And it's extremely unfortunate too because it, it is more entertaining than the first one. And there's better kills and there's better characters.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. So and
2: then there's there's yeah. also
0: the really awkward color war.
2: Oh
1: my, oh my god we'll what get there. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to the race war in a second.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Dude.
0: I think all of us just our jaws dropped when they're like the color war. Because as 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 we were saying, you know, Sunnyvale is is like the rich town and, and nothing bad happens there and Shadyside is is a town that's super crime people. ridden. Yeah, yeah. And that's basically it. <laughs> exactly. Sunnyvale is basically filled with a bunch of white people and then Shadyside is filled with the minorities. And it's the same way <laughs> in the 78 film. Oh so God. it's like you see the the summer camp that has people from both towns and it's like (laughs) there's the Sunnyvale side and the shady shady side side and they do this fucking like 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 it it, it, things happen at summer camp where it's like you know you do like little competitions like capture the flag or whatever okay that's fine
4: Uh but they
0: specifically call it a color war and it's supposed to be because one side is wearing blue shirts and the other side is wearing red shirts
2: well, and but, it was and it was like a paintball fight.
0: Yeah, and there was the paintball thing too. But and like, you're just like,
2: oh, why s- would you call it that? At, yeah,
0: why? At the same time, again, it's like, what the fuck? Why?
1: It's extremely yeah. tone deaf.
0: It, yeah. it's it's super tone deaf. It's like I I agree with you that that it's definitely like the more interesting of of the two of the three movies because like. At least the characters it
3: paced
0: better. Have, have it's paced better. The there's the the characters are more are somewhat likable. At least, sure, kind of sure. like I mean I I kind of hated most of them from and, and was groaning throughout shit. But like the whole thing with like Ziggy and young Nick Good and and like Ziggy's sister or or whatever and like then and, mm. and there was the there was like some character arc shit that wasn't happening mm-hmm. in the second the first movie. Yeah. Like, there's like just oh oh like like the, the whole crux of the first movie, the like the reason why the, the, the main character and her ex are broken up is because the the, the, oh, yeah, the ex she moved,
2: she's in she's from Shadyside, right? Yeah, she's from Shady
0: Side yeah. and she moved to Sunnyville because her mom decided to move to Sunnyvale. But mm-hmm. it's very the main,
1: Montague and Capula. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: the main character mm-hmm. blames her ex for moving and it's like Sure, I mean high school high schoolers can be petty ass bitches, sure. Mm-hmm. But like it's really dumb.
2: It is very dumb. It's it's re- it's and- it's dumb it's dumb for a narrative. I have definitely I I think I think when we were watching the movie like <laughs> I, I mentioned to you guys some like some of the high school drama I dealt with where I was like, "No, I believe this. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is pretty realistic actually." <laughs> but it's still kind of like that's the that's what like that's the character the, the main, arc. That's the yeah exactly. That's the main thrust of your character arc is learning to forgive your girlfriend for moving, moving like, to a city
0: yeah. that's basically like five miles away. It stones mm, through. Yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, okay. Like, I get it. They're teenagers, but. So yeah,
3: the second movie def- definitely had a stronger plot and like actual things happening in this yes. the, the the story. Yeah. And as you said, James, there is like character like arcs like move move in there, and um the mm-hmm. like the uh, the uh, and Siblings like being being like the being the forefront of of the uh, story like gave gave the movie like room to breathe and like build a build a, a drama that like led to you caring a little more when everybody started dying you know yeah yeah and the first movie I don't really feel like had any consideration to to pace in in that
2: absolutely way absolutely not no it, and it it also didn't in like. Not that a, not that a horror movie has to endear you to its main characters at all. Sure, sure, But it didn't. It didn't even give us anything to latch. on. Like they didn't have any meat to them. You know, there was there was really yeah. nothing nothing to them. You didn't really buy their relationships. You didn't like at least the people in the seventies all like the sisters felt like sisters. Yeah, the, the friends yeah, felt yeah. like friends. Um, you know, the fucking in the first in the first uh movie that like drug dealer chick and her cousin or whatever and then like this yeah the boyfriend and the siblings and like you know like the only thing that felt somewhat real was the was the girlfriend dynamic but even that was just like pretty weak
4: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: like i I didn't buy it really that much like i bought it more so than every other relationship in the first movie but Mm -hmm. you know the second to that point then the, the, the second movie was like Whoa, okay. Yeah, the, the second
0: movie we get that, that, that goody two-shoes Berman thing where we find out that she 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 <laughs> narked on her friend and her friend is super mm-hmm. pissed about it and, and mm-hmm. giving her shit throughout the entire movie and it's like that feels more like a character drama sort of thing that we can <laughs> kind of latch onto than oh, mm-hmm. you you oh you, you moved like six blocks away. I hate you now.
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Oh, fucking
2: yeah. And, uh... uh <laughs> Yeah, so it, the movie opens with um, one of the Sea Burmans being bullied, right? Yeah. Uh, they, like, tie her to a tree and almost beat her? Or they do beat her, I they think. Better. Yeah, they were yeah, of, like, light yeah, her on they, fire. Yeah, they that's cinch her with a right. lighter. That's right. Yeah, they cinch her and then, I want to say that, that young Sheriff Good saves her.
0: Yeah, that's, he, that's him, right and, it, him yeah. and another counselor come over
2: Yeah. and somehow... <laughs> Ziggy is the
0: one who's getting in trouble? Not yeah. the not the kids who are about to like like
1: murder
2: somebody? Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. Like
1: There's there's very much a mob rules sort of thing going on with the camp. It feels mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, its own little lawless society forming yeah. all the like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, because it's there's currently. no
0: fucking adults anywhere.
1: Yeah, no. where where oh, is yeah. everyone? Clowns parents.
0: are
4: running the circus.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that
2: is the other thing. Fear Street One and Two, no adult characters whatsoever. Except Fear Street One had the sheriff for like a split three second. Mm. Yeah, like three scenes. Other than that, nobody has nobody has mom and mom and dad aren't there. Everybody's There's like a, a post-it note care. on a yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, like, no, no. Parents.
1: Don't forget. No, there is one parent. Oh,
2: you're right. There's, the mom. There's one. Oh yeah, and the bigoted the mom. Yeah, it's the homophobic. the homophobic, homophobic mom. mom. That's right. Yeah. So you're only allowed
1: to have one grown-up character, but mm-hmm. they they have to be bigoted towards <laughs> yes. other characters.
2: Yeah. And I will say that's a point in the third movie's favor because at the very least, the third movie there are a ton of adults. It, it feels Ooh. like
0: they were trying to basically do like let's do Stephen King's It because that had a movie about kids, but. <laughs> we also saw their parents yeah multiple times yeah, like, it was very
2: it was very clear in that movie that like the you know like the, there's a magical element of childhood where yet yeah, like you escape from kind of like your parents make telling you what to do and you get like brief moments of freedom in the wild right and that's that's really what like a lot of it follows mm. right but like mm-hmm. the, like the parents are still very much a part of their lives and very clearly controlling of their lives you know, like you see Eddie and his mom, and like you know Bill's parents and stuff like that. It's just like yes, and and God, uh, Beverly's dad, right? Like yeah. it's like yes. There's there's very clearly that if if not we're if we're not directly seeing them in scenes, we are at least feeling their presence in some in some regard, right? Yep. Yep. And this movie didn't even bother to do that. It was like like and I can I can definitely see like one set of kids being latchkey kids who are just getting post-it notes from mom and dad whatever like that's fine you give them you give them a little bit more freedom but then there's also like the drug dealer girl who's just like free to do whatever the fuck she wants and like every every single teen in the movie just has no no consequences to anything they're doing because parents just don't exist in this universe no
0: no they don't it's it's and it
2: but it fits more with the summer camp aesthetic because that is kind of you know the the monkeys are running the circus like lee said
1: yeah
2: yeah, I mean, you'd still the cl- expect there the, to be... The clowns are running the circus? Yeah. Yeah, clowns are running the circus. Y- you'd, yeah. still,
0: you'd still expect there to be more than just the nurse as an adult at a fucking summer camp where you're sending all your
2: goddamn kids. Oh my god, the nurse. I forgot about her. <laughs> the nurse the nurse is the one yeah. who has, like, the book yeah. that talks about the, the devil.
0: <laughs> it, it has the treasure map to the devil.
1: The devil.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... <clears throat> Big
0: surprise! I'm right, and the, the 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 turns out Ziggy is C. Berman, and that mm-hmm. that that the the one who the movie kept trying to hint was C. Berman, the Goody Two Shoes sister, because her mm-hmm. name was like Christine or Carol or Cadillac yeah. well, or some shit like that. Both uh, well, of
2: their names begin with C. Yeah,
0: but we we don't find out Ziggy's real name until the end, so they could do this. Oh, aren't we clever? It's a twist. It's mm-hmm. a twist. All, all, yeah. it's it's like we see it coming because you made such a big fucking deal of it in the first fucking movie you didn't fucking mm-hmm. say her name at mm-hmm. all like
2: god
4: fucking damn it yeah,
2: yeah. But and, so ev- eventually shit hits the fan in the second movie zombies start coming after uh, I forget who it was who actually bled on the bones I think it was it was the friend right that got narked on um. No. 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 It was. It was. It was. It was Christine or whatever. Cadillac. <laughs> Cadillac Berman.
1: Cindy? I,
0: I can't remember who, which one of the two bled on the bones. I know one of them bleeds on it.
1: One of the Burmans well, bleeds on the bones. That's how memorable this story is, folks.
2: <sighs> yeah. Essentially, the same thing happens that happened in the first movie, which is just what we expected. Um. But we actually see more of the, you know the kind of like zombification process the the how Sarah is gaining control of these people oh, um, Z- and Z- essentially Ziggy
0: is the one who bled
2: oh okay thank you um and essentially it's she's she's she takes over other characters so she takes over like two of the counselors two of the boys and they just start murdering basically um and uh, we got a couple really creative kills out of it
0: and they, they killed some kids off screen.
2: Mm-hmm. They killed some kids off screen, but we also got we got a we got a face caved in. Yeah, by a by a hammer or some oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, we, we got some yeah. neat stuff
0: with an axe, so it wasn't just generic stabbings. Yeah, and, it, and like, and that's not even to say that you need creative kills for a good slasher movie. If if no. your slasher movie is good enough, mm-hmm. but again, like the, these these first two movies are billed as slashers, and they're mm-hmm. like mostly not. Like, I, I feel like they're so padded.
4: Yeah,
2: I you feel, don't feel like
0: need for a slasher,
2: I feel like for a good slasher, you either need a really charismatic, like killer, right, or like a killer that's fun to watch.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, or you need creative kills, or both. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like most of the successful ones have some combination of the two.
1: And this cast of characters was not it. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, god, god. Like no. uh yeah, let's run down our list of killers. We got Skullface. <laughs> whose thing is he has a skullface. Yeah. And it's and totally he's, he's, it's he's totally sucks.
0: not it's totally not Ghostface from Scream.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Totally yeah. Yeah. Sackface. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy Slater. Tommy uh, Slater. Uh, yep. Who goes apparently goes by Nightwing. He takes the name of the camp as a killer. Sure. Um really. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And he he was fine. fine. Uh, he was fine. He was he was unstoppable juggernaut in the second movie. He's basically
0: <laughs> he's basically fucking potato sack Jason Voorhees is from Friday
1: Two. Correct. Um, um, you you've got the girl who whistles and has a butterfly knife. Yeah. Uh, yes, who that does was a whole lot of nothing.
2: Ruby, yeah. Ruby, Ruby something. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Ron. Was, Ruby,
1: Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yes. Okay. You got, you got her. Uh, you got little kid with a baseball bat who literally, literally does nothing,
0: does nothing. <laughs> does <laughs> absolutely nothing. And then, then you he's... got
1: creepy burn face mick sexual predator.
0: <laughs> I don't even yeah. remember that one.
2: Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that one at all.
1: He's, um, yeah, he's the guy in the jumpsuit with a knife yeah. and his face is all like scarred over. And he's oh. about to try and kill someone in the third movie, but like licks their face first.
2: That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he's, he's the sex pest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, oh, there was some. There was the big, uh, like, road warrior guy with a uh, a metal mask.
2: Oh yeah. The movie. Yes. Just. Oh man, so wonderful. Like,
1: so like, you, you tried to build this rogues gallery of characters, and you dropped the ball on all but one of them. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus. And the one that succeeded is a dude in a burlap sack with an axe.
2: <laughs> yeah. Good job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and yeah. we we see a bunch of like. Fucking shitty MTV flash cut footage of of most of these killers. And then when they do show up, it's like they they literally do nothing. Like the stupid kid with the baseball bat. He literally just stands there smacking the bat against his hand. Like, and that's it. it, He doesn't do anything. So menacing. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's fucking go.
2: Yeah, right. Okay, so... Mike,
3: <laughs> with disappointment. <laughs> uh, with disappointment, ding ding. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I I recall the the climax of of, of the second one being uh, being the um, the uh, Ziggy character and the uh, and the uh, druggy girl there in in the Moscow or cave below the, um, below the outhouse, ha- house, ha- house and such, and, um, as they, and if I remember correctly, as they come out, uh, is when our character, uh, Good, uh, sh- uh sh- sh- shows back up, right? Trump, oh, yeah. And then... yeah. Something like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, and it's, 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 it was, it was the, the goody two-shoes, Berman. In in, right. in the in the cave.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Because okay. The, yeah.
0: the, because the outhouse is built on top of secret witch caves. <laughs> yeah. So you just, you just,
1: yeah. You, secret witch you, caves. You poop directly into.
0: See shit
2: witch caves. on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that why
1: she
2: make was upset. The witch is angry. The
0: whole <laughs> franchise. Eighty nine yeah. percent on rotten tomatoes. Eighty nine percent.
3: Pretty great.
2: Um. But yeah, both the Burman sisters die at the end. Yeah. But then Ziggy gets. Uh, rescued, she gets like
1: ugh, resuscitated. Somebody yeah, they, they resuscitates do like CPR. good. They do like CPR yeah. on her. And they we're give her CPR to it. get her living again after she got like stabbed.
2: Yeah, in the heart yeah. multiple times. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> which also is not the first time I've seen that as the loophole for oh something something's after you to kill you. Literally, the movie Countdown. Uh, Do you guys know that one?
3: No, no, I don't. Never seen
2: that one. It's a, it's terrible. Um, But it's about an app that you download on your phone, and it tells you when you're gonna die. And and literally, the like when you're going to die is like some monster. Like once you get the app, like some demon is gonna come, like murder you and steal your soul. And the way the main character thwarts it is she literally stops her own heart, and then like restarts it with like an adrenaline shot. <laughs> yeah, they, they they and they did that again in Final
0: Destination too. Like,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's mm-hmm. 100% where Countdown got it. Countdown's from yeah. like last year.
1: But, and they did it yes. in Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yes. Only
1: death releases you from the vows of the Night's Watch.
2: That's right. That's dies. right.
1: Mm-hmm. Although wow, at least yeah. in at least in Final Destination's case it was in the
0: deleted endi- ending for Final Destination 3. There's a newspaper blurb that confirms that didn't work, and the two characters <laughs> were killed off screen because Final Destination is fucking awesome.
1: That's great. <laughs> They're yeah. just like, yeah, no, I, this God. didn't work. I, I think see, they died in a barbecue explosion or something.
2: See, that's what I'm talking about. It's a slasher movie with really creative kills. No killer, really creative kills. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need. That's what you need. One or the other, or like, arguably both is the best combination. But one or the other. This right. movie, these movies have neither. So are are we on to the third one now? Oh fuck, yes we are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that brings us to the uh, exploits of the third film. The adventures of yeah. John Proctor and Abigail Williams.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's uh it's 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 Diet Crucible slash Diet the
1: Witch slash um, oh, gosh. The village.
2: Okay, the wait, village. yeah, no, let's let's the talk village. about the witch. Let's yeah. talk about the witch because it's it's,
1: it's the elephant in the room.
2: Yeah, yeah, because very, like, I think very clearly, so okay, so first of all, we have to also say the um, kind of, Mike mentioned this at the at the top of the podcast but just to circle back to it um, the characters who are playing the characters in 1994 or the, the actors who are playing the characters in 1994 also play the characters in 1666 yeah. um, and it's done in like a sort of like like a, like a illusion esque kind of thing. Like you see a shot of uh, Seraphir looking into a water bucket. You see her reflection is some like, yeah,
4: some, random some
2: chick. white Protestant chick. Um, but the, the actual person, the actual actor is the, the main character from uh, the rest of the trilogy or from the first mm-hmm. movie of the trilogy, right? Um, and so, uh, from there it proceeds and uh you know i'm not i i don't want to hate on these kids as actors because i do they are young
0: no fuck them uh,
2: <laughs> well you know they're 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 young and they're definitely being given a um like a pretty substantial
1: it's task a to, carry. to do yeah yeah and i like sadie sink ziggy I loved her in Stranger Things. I liked the, her oh, in this series. yes. Yeah, she's yes, fine. she's
2: great. She's great. I I also didn't necessarily hate the acting of the main character, but they decided to make all of the characters attempt a sort of, like, you know, 1600s, like, you know, like, <laughs> North American... American.
0: North American. Yeah. Yeah. ...Crosnitz
2: yeah. yeah. What is the that they tried, they they essentially tried to imitate the accents that you hear in The Witch, which supposedly mm. is very, is a very well-researched, very, like, historically accurate accent style. You know, like, following from the you know, people who are descended from those people and that kind of, like, regional accent, how that would have evolved from, like, the Middle English times kind of thing.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, But, like... <sighs> the... Again, it comes across as a high school production of the witch where yeah, like honestly, it would have been better if everyone just spoke in their normal speaking voice. Just speak speak the highfalutin words it's, without attempting an accent. It, it's, it's some yeah. of she the sound,
0: worst fucking accents.
2: It it I genuinely have heard is and film. she sounds so uncomfortable speaking like that. She sounds like she's trying to like gargle while while reading her lines. And I'm like, just let the girl read her lines and act. You know that like yeah
1: you cannot hide we know you made a compact with the devil. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. It's it's And every every yeah. yeah every
0: time she says the devil it sounds like
3: the devil. Yeah, it's and unfortunate.
2: Yeah. And I mean I should say too that like you know the witch also had child actors who absolutely fucking slayed, right? So yeah. so you know like that there is a um yeah, there's there's definitely something to be said for uh I mean, I know Anya Taylor-Joy obviously is astounding and then the the actor who played her younger brother um just does a fantastic job, including the accent work. So it's yep. just kind of, you know, like it can be done, sure, but you kind of got to understand the chops of your actors and kind of give them what they what they can handle.
0: All right, so the plot of 1666, is Seraphir is a fucking teenager in Union because this is before Shadyside and Sunnyvale were two separate towns, and it's called Union. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it?
1: No, I don't get it.
0: And then uh, uh, they go to some party late in the woods and and have <laughs> Yeah have, <they> do. <laughs> have uh and, and they, they, they speak in code to know if they're going to the party or not because sure and um then they all get high on like like drug drape drug grapes. Um <laughs> and then yeah. Seraphir goes off with another girl and it turns out that Seraphir and this other girl are in love with each other and they mm-hmm. kind of start banging, and then they get interrupted. Um, and then the spooky witchcraft stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, oh my god, it's the devil. Oh my god, what is happening? Oh my god, what is happening? And, you know, it's Die at the Crucible, where people start making accusations. And I, I will give the movie one thing, where is there's that one effective scene... Where yep. they're all barric- where, where the pastor took all the kids into the chapel, yeah, and and
1: the, pas- and the lost pastor it. has
2: been like infected with something. That that's yeah. the that's the um, the Sarah Fear's girlfriend's dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He
1: woke he woke up with a bad case of the devil. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. and 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 uh,
0: the the descendant of Sheriff Good goes inside. And we find that all the kids are dead, and they have their eyes guy eyes gouged out, and the pastor has his eyes gouged out, and then they immediately associate it with the party, and this one dude who was trying to be like a sex pervert to Sarah Fear's girlfriend, um, blames her because, because you know he got rejected. And mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, yeah, she's clearly a witch. Even though, like, all the other kids are like, no, this is a lot of shit. Wait,
2: like, uh, hold on, James. I don't think it was the... Sh- I don't think it was the old-timey Sheriff Good. I think it was somebody else. Because Sheriff Good lives out in the woods.
0: Yeah, but right? he, he was in town at the time.
2: Because, oh, okay. Yeah. He lives out in the woods, but he was in town at the time. I'm pretty yeah, sure we should, no, we should... We should extra mention that the... the oh, yeah. old The OG... Og Good lives out in the woods because and... he wants
0: to make new land or farm yeah, on yeah. unlivable land yeah. or some
1: shit. He's, yeah. yeah,
2: he's trying to farm unfarmable land. That he's just like, no, I, I moved all the way out here. I'm not gonna just like turn tail and go back to town and give up. Yeah. I'm
1: committed at this point. I'm I'd look like it. I'd be silly.
2: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they'd
1: all laugh at me. Oh, and, and I almost forgot.
0: Earlier in the movie, there's like this old lady that Sarah Fear stumbles across who lives in town who has a book on the devil. No, no,
2: no um, it's the it's the lady where they go get the the berries the or oh the drug, drug berries,
0: yes, 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 yes. the drug berries yes 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 drug yeah. berries yes uh, Ooh, yeah, uh, she's the, the witch yeah and, um... she's the witch but also not the witch because oh,
3: yeah, this movie's yeah. dumb yep. well not the yep. witch quote but yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then yeah. um let's see and then then Sarah Fear tries to escape with her girlfriend and her girlfriend gets caught and Seraphir is like if they want witchcraft I'll give them witchcraft. And she decides to sneak into the old lady's house and steal the book so she can, like, do witchcraft. And she finds the Break book is missing. Break up the with
3: the devil. Yeah. Yep.
0: She finds the book missing and the old lady dead. And then she, like, OG Sheriff Good stumbles across her and they go into the secret tunnel. And it turns out OG, OG Sheriff Good is the witch.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: he used the book to curse somebody in town to get his land to be, like, farmable and shit. And he's uh-huh. like, yo, you know, join me. And is like, no, nope, no, nope, fam. And then they get into a little scuffle. And mm-hmm. um, somehow he manages to chop off her hand with no, a he stupid like, knife. Partially,
2: he partially cuts oh, right. it and, yeah, then and then she, then she rips, rips the rest of it off. Right,
0: right, right. Brutal. And, um,
2: and, and we were joking. We were like, see, 127 hours, guy. It's that easy. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> And then, then she goes oh, back man. to the town, uh, and then he appears, and he's like, "I caught the witch," and they're gonna like hang her and and her girlfriend, and she makes an impassioned plea about how her girlfriend's innocent, and they just arbitrarily decide to let her girlfriend live because that's totally how the witch trials worked, yeah. um, even
3: though they killed the last person who was afflicted by the devil. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> And then, then when, they when they left her alone. And yeah.
0: then they they hang Seraphir, and Seraphir, like as she's dying, makes her curse upon Og Og Sheriff Good. So mm-hmm. it turns out Seraphir is the witch, but also not the witch, because yep. it doesn't make any sense. Because she has no powers in witchcraft; she has nothing.
4: Mm-hmm. She
0: is she's she's literally nothing.
3: And her they, hatred in, her becomes hatred, magic.
0: Her hatred becomes magic and the entire first hour of this movie is trying to make it seem as if she's just like an innocent victim in all of this and mm-hmm. it's like no because if you bleed on her bones
2: yeah she it, comes and kills she you she comes <laughs> and
0: kills you no like, that's
2: and you're telling you're telling me that uh, okay so yeah uh continue cuz i'm going to i'm going to circle back to that point eventually yeah and and
0: then then we cut to the present where where the main character now realizes that the good family are evil because why not it they're yeah. now like a family of witches
2: yeah that's the thing it was i don't think it was clear how she was seeing this flashback
0: uh, I, I think it's because she put the hand back and that's oh, seraphira okay. yeah and then okay. conveniently nick good shows up as they're putting the hand back and without yeah. even knowing that what they've experienced, he all of a sudden starts acting creepy and evil. Yeah. Out of nowhere.
3: Because magic?
0: Because magic. And then they (laughs) go and reunite with C. Berman and tell her, yeah, that dude you kind of liked at summer camp is evil, because why not? And it turns out his whole family is evil. And it turns out, that the firstborn male of the the family sacrifices somebody from shady side oh,
2: well, we for power, the devil.
0: For, for power or whatever and Nick Good I guess all he wanted to be was the sheriff of a small town. You have the <laughs> you have the power of the devil. And you can sacrifice and get anything you want.
3: Sacrifice and you're a job. And it's you like know,
2: I, I, I for, just, for a job most people can just Yes. <laughs> and,
1: and then giving your brother the job with more power. He made yeah. his brother the mayor. Yeah.
4: yeah.
2: And, and that was that was a clever play to throw the scent off, obviously. That'll
4: trick
1: the devil. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and then they recruit this minor throwaway character from the mm-hmm. first movie because everybody else is dead from the fucking mm. Seraphir zombies, but Seraphere's totally fucking innocent, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um and, and, and because he was being arrested for allegedly spray painting. um, And then we get a fucking, then they're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna lure Nick Good to the mall because why we get, not?
2: We get essentially the exact same like,
0: second scene.
2: act to, it's like, or like, or like, halfway point to third act as we did in the first movie. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, guys, let's lure the zombies to this spot.
4: Yeah. And then yeah. like,
2: try to kill them. Yeah. It's it's literally the exact they even have the exact same like final moment of hope except they're not all fucking this time. They're just yeah. having jokes. And I was like, you guys don't do you even see how how hackneyed the script is? <laughs> like No,
0: no, they don't because then no. because then we also get an obligatory scene as if the stakes aren't high enough and as if we don't need a reason to hate Nick good enough. We find <laughs> out that he's been framing this random dude for spray painting. Because why not?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That's sure. Uh, and then two Randy cops show up, and again, they get murdered despite the fact that they're oh, after yeah. they're 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 after the main character now. So they just got two Randy cops, two innocent Randy cops killed for no fucking reason because this movie needed a bigger fucking body count. Yeah. Um, and, and and then they basically do they rip off Carrie and and cover Nick good in blood of mm-hmm. of of the oh, main they, character
2: yeah they get the main character's blood so that Seraphir's zombies will go after him
0: yeah and then um yeah they, they the the zombies get like dist- are basically pathetic and do nothing of value except for mildly harass the supporting cast. And the main Mm -hmm. character goes down into the basement of the mall, which also conveniently leads to the witch tunnels. Mm -hmm. And and gets into a fight with her zombie girlfriend, but then knocks her out with a rock. And then fights the sheriff. And then the sheriff, as if we didn't need a reason to hate him already, Mm -hmm. because this is a hack screenplay from a hack fucking writer, Mm -hmm. just goes full homophobe, in yep. like sixty seconds before he dies, because yeah. sure. he calls her
2: He calls her the D word, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
0: um, and 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 then 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 she kills him, mm-hmm. and her girlfriend is safe, and the witch tunnels lead to his mansion because apparently he has a mansion. Why sure.
2: not? The sheriff of a sheriff small town has a mansion. Yeah. Why not? at least he used
1: his devil powers to give himself a mansion. That, yeah.
2: You know what? That's at true.
1: Least oh,
0: that's oh, I, I almost I almost forgot because it was so fucking important, you know, to uh to, to 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 the plot. You know, the younger brother in the main character goes like recite the Konami Code, it'll make you feel better. So oh, then she yeah. recites the Konami oh, Code during no, 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 all this no. stupid shit.
2: No, hold on. She says, What's the Konami Code? and he just kind of like explains what it is but not like what the actual code is yeah. and then like two scenes later she recites the actual konami code and it's like uh, two scenes ago you didn't even know what the fuck the konami code was how yeah. do you know how do you know the combination now
0: yeah like and then 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 the final scene of the movie is like the dude who is being framed by the cop is illegally selling shit out of the of the back of his trunk to a bunch of students, um, the mayor I guess got disgraced, and Sheriff Good has been known as the killer all along. Um, and the younger brother meets his AOL friend who he's been crushing on, and they talk about Summit State drives in 1994. Uh, and then, 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 then the main character and her girlfriend have a picnic at the above-ground leaf grave of Sarah Fear. <laughs> uh and then we get a stinger for a potential sequel where somebody steals the book from the evidence scene Cause, the crime because you know
2: what i thought after i saw all the whole fear street trilogy this movie could use a fourth movie sequel. yeah
0: yeah it's it's like literally literally you just you just tighten up the first movie and <laughs> you take the entire first hour of part three and yep. condense it to like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then condense the final last hour of part three into like, I don't know, 20-30 minutes, and you stick yep. that that 40 to 50 minutes onto part one, and mm-hmm. you have not necessarily a good movie, but you don't yeah. y- you won't have wasted waste six hours six of your hours. fucking life.
1: This yeah. this is the Hobbit trilogy of horror.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, really, it's it's literally half filler. Yeah. Literally half filler, <laughs> and,
1: and we watched uh, it all for your entertainment.
2: <laughs> that we well, it. did. Well,
0: we turned it into your entertainment because,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Well,
2: hopefully, 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 y'all enjoy us just being angry for a bit because I was, I was very much like I don't want to just hate on a bunch of films, but I have nothing. I have nothing positive to say about this trilogy. I, I
1: know it's scoring very, yeah. very high. Yeah. I, I, um, I okay. I'll play devil's advocate a little bit. I'll say a few things I did okay. like. Excuse okay. me, Lee.
0: You're gonna play <laughs> devil's advocate.
1: <laughs> yes, my my mistake. <laughs> I will play devil's advocate. <laughs> um, I will I will say that um tonally, even though in the grand scheme it didn't matter. The tone set in the camp sequences was really nice. It felt like a good camp campground slasher movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can see that.
1: When there were kills and they were on camera, very, very nice effects. Yes. Um, okay, it's and- very refreshing to see like a character get hit with an axe and a good effect of the axe like, going into and out of their body and mm-hmm. a good-looking gash.
2: Or like a... A head busting open, brain yeah. splattering out. That was. I was like, "Oh shit, that's pretty good."
1: Um, um, the movie didn't pull any. The movies rather didn't pull many punches mm-hmm. when it came to. Um, well, this thing's taking place in a campground full of kids. Fuck it, time to kill these kids.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, okay. So that that does bring me to. I think the the one good thing I will say about it is I I do like. You know I'm, I'm a big fan of the witch. I like period horror, like period type dramas, um, and uh, I do think that this is probably the first I've seen where they didn't shy away at all from just like massacring a church full of children, like actual children. Yeah,
0: that was neat. Uh, that, very shocking yeah. scene, and, yeah. And, and, yeah. and they
2: actually showed it too. They showed like they showed the the kids dead with their eyes gouged out. They showed the parents coming in and like discovering what had happened and screaming some of the best acting from the main character was finding her brother dead. You know, I was like, yeah, okay, good job. Yep. Uh, like I will, I will give them that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I do sure. agree with you Lee. There, but everything, like,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything yeah. about that entire like back in time sequence can fuck right off. And yeah, I and mean, her- there's obvious visual parallels to the witch. I am yes. not the best person to comment on that because I saw that movie once mm-hmm. I was apparently heavily inebriated and would not stop telling my younger brother how much I wanted to fuck Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> well, that's okay. about all I remember.
0: My, uh, my my one my one other counterpoint though, to to your counterpoint,
1: Lee.
2: Well the village too is a good one. Yes. Is, right? um, There's a lot of similarities to the village. Yeah. Is
0: is that when we cut back to the present day, it says nineteen ninety four part two, so this entire trilogy can fucking die. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. I that was felt, so that felt fucking like an actual. The Amer- saber was pissed.
2: That that, <laughs> that genuinely so felt like an actual mad. American horror story gag because mm. I'm pretty sure they basically did that for Apocalypse. Sorry. I know. I was like, I was like, Kat, don't constantly bring up American horror story while we're watching this. And then I just constantly it, brought it up. And then now I'm constantly bringing it up on the podcast, but really that's what this it reminds me of. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm having, I'm having trouble disengaging from that. Well, even you, you, I know... you
0: know what this reminds me of hmm. fear because fear is the root of terror. <laughs>
2: No,
4: and no, Lee.
0: Tell us about no. Infinite Darkness because fuck Fear no. Street. We're done. We're done bitching about it. I want to get to something that's less shit.
2: Are, are boy, we not gonna? I... Oh wait, are we not gonna segue to another thing?
0: Well, we're, that we're we wanna talk... okay, we're, we're, we're saving that for the end because that's
2: something okay, that right. I want to
0: yeah, end on a good
1: mm-hmm. note.
2: Yeah, and on a good note. Cool, cool, cool. I'll shut up. All then. right.
1: I'll yeah. So this other one we watched. Uh... Oh boy. Uh, I guess I'll just start with a brief rundown of the plot synopsis. Uh, childhood friends Julianne Potter and Michael O'Neill had a deal to marry each other if they were still single by age 28. Now, four days before her 28th birthday, O'Neill announces he's marrying a gorgeous 20-year-old named Kimberly. Suddenly realizing that she's actually in love with him, Julianne vows to stop the wedding at all costs. Julia Roberts, Storm Mulroney, and Cameron Diaz star in this delightful romp of a picture of My Best Friend's Wedding. I'm sorry. We're talking about uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. <laughs>
4: I hate you. <laughs> um,
1: Resident Evil Infinite Darkness is a Netflix CG entry into the Resident Evil films, uh, following in the same trend as a few others that have starred Leon Kennedy in the in the starring position. Uh, this one takes place in between four and five and does a little bit of winking and nodding to set up the events of five, but. Um, it kind of overall just strikes the same chord for me as the rest of the animated films that came before it, that it's just enough to scratch that itch of like seeing your favorite characters doing cool shit, but overall in the grand scheme, it makes absolutely no impact on the franchise itself. Um, and they did clear dirty.
4: Yeah. And they did clear
1: very dirty. Yes. Um. I mean infinite darkness had a decent concept to start with um Mm -hmm. the plot for those of you who have not seen it uh centers around a a government op gone wrong a group of soldiers i believe called the mad dogs uh were trying to escape from enemy territory it was very black hawk down feeling
4: yeah
1: Mm -hmm. uh and wound up trying to smuggle out someone who was infected with uh, with the virus.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And hilarity ensues. It's <laughs> the only way to put it. Put, it's uh, put broken wildly, down into four yeah. uh, it's broken down into four episodes. Each was about what 30 minutes? Uh, yeah.
0: like twenty-two minutes, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it it wound up being it wound up feeling shorter than if it was just a full-length film, which is probably why they cut it up in pieces.
2: Ooh. Yeah. And honestly, it didn't, um, the pacing was pretty good, uh, in terms of we were, we were constantly surprised that like, oh my God, that's the end of the episode kind of thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, it knew, it knew how to hit those beats.
2: Yes. And, and I felt we were in, en- we were engaged enough all the way through. Even if yeah, it was there late. was, there was
1: never a moment when an episode ended that we were all like, uh, or like are we doing the next one
2: yes like, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was it clips along for sure
1: yeah um so the the story takes us through uh, a little bit of like west wing political stuff in the white house uh to a very engaging sequence on a submarine where we get a little bit of re4-ish uh action sequence
4: mm-hmm.
1: um and then into the meat and potatoes of the uh story which is uh, the shadow politics going on behind the scenes of the government and uh, some some corrupt politicians and the last surviving member of this gang of uh, of soldiers who is is harboring the infection within himself. Um, I mean, I don't really know what to what to say about it other than it feels like somebody gave money to a fan fiction yep. and got it produced. Uh, and then Capcom is happy to remind us that this is completely canon. Just like thanks because the
0: <laughs> like I was I was telling Kat this last night, literally like 99.9% of of this franchise is canon. The only game that I know of that is non canon is fucking Resident Evil Gaiden. That's it. Survivor. Game Boy
3: Boat One?
0: Yeah, Game Boy Boat One. That's the only non canon game, as far as I'm aware. Survivor, canon. Dead Aim, canon. Umbrella Core, probably. I I think, no, I think I actually read Umbrella Core was fucking canon. Uh, Operation Raccoon City has a non-canon ending for sure, but like Yeah. Uh mm. yeah. Damn. It's it's like the three movies are canon, this show is canon. I mean I I, I I would not be surprised if it wasn't for the fact that Paul Anderson like took shit so far off the rails if Capcom would have incorporated his series as canon. Jeez. It's 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 weird. It's wild.
3: There's something about these movies, these CG films. I've I've only seen uh, Damnation and uh, this uh, new new series. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. as far as the Resident Evil movies and the uh, the like extended u- universe, or I guess I I can't even say that because as Saber ju- just said, it's all canon. But <laughs> um, there's something about it. It's just it's just never it's never gotten my. Uh, attention it's never really gripped gripped me and unfortunately this series was was it in that boat it was fun and it was especially fun to watch it with you guys but if i had seen it alone i doubt that i would have finished it which is kind of kind of sad yeah
2: i i just i I just want to know
0: who blew up that house
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. The there's was like an earthquake, and then it was like, "Oh, the house exploded!" And we are like, "What? Wait, what?" And they yeah. never went back to it. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's there's a lot of continuity errors in this thing, a, uh, and a lot of unexplained shit,
1: and a yeah. very underwhelming the, antagonist.
2: Oh yes. Who falls the, into yeah, acid and It's
1: terrible.
2: Yeah. James and I had been had been talking a little bit on that on that subject before we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. And yeah, essentially, our our conclusion was just that um, it kind of just comes down to the fact that like Resident Evil as a video game series um, is very much kind of. um, I, I, I wouldn't say the stories are bad or the writing is bad, but it's definitely not the only thing keeping you around right yeah whereas a film kind of does have to live or die based on the quality of its of its of its writing um and i feel like just the the extended universe of the cgi movies and certainly the live action movies just really doesn't like hold up like doesn't live up to snuff yeah you know where it's just it's just kind of oh yeah uh you know like this this is a fun romp i think there were there were some moments that we definitely called out as being clever visually, for sure. Um, yeah. I remember that first that first episode had a moment where um, uh, when the soldiers like started turning to zombies, yeah, yeah that, that was effective. like that was really cool. Yeah, that was a really really like interesting shot. But yeah, ultimately it it ends with just another like muscle head nemesis type villain who yeah. could talk and was just. Railing on and on about fear. Fear and, like, is I the root of terror.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, I will make people feel fear, and you're like, okay. <laughs> and, then,
0: and then Claire does nothing for four episodes.
2: Oh, oh, man. She she was in Tragic. she was in a room with a uh, a crazy board. You know the like where she's got all the stuff pinned up with like red uh, red string tying everything together. Mm-hmm. She's got a crazy conspiracy board. Yeah. Then she goes to a haunted house. For like <laughs> ten minutes, and then she comes back to her crazy board, and then she goes to the villain's lair and gets kidnapped,
3: <laughs> and then becomes this a dancer. Actually, what happened? That's yeah. actually <laughs>
1: what happened. Oh, and then then oh she then and, then and this is this is Claire Redfield, hardened badass, dude. This yeah. is it, after the events of Code Veronica, and then dude. she
0: and Leon have an arbitrary falling out at the end of the series, which oh is, yeah, which Why? is passed up, pa- patched up presumably at some point. Relatively soonish. I don't and fucking
3: know. That, and wasn't that spat because he works for the government? It was because he had like the data that I guess
0: members of the U.S. government were responsible for that bioterrorist attack. Even though like right. we already know that the U.S. government was responsible because they had dealing with yeah. Umbrella, and like yeah, this, right? this is like all right, this is not anything new or noteworthy. And hmm. and Claire was like, we need to leak the data, and Leon. Throughout the entire series, like yeah, we're gonna leak the data, we're gonna find out, who to do. we're gonna tell the truth, and then the last episode, he's just like last scene, he's just like, no, fam, you know, we're gonna we're, just, we're gonna hang on to it. Don't worry we're about just it.
1: gonna hang on to it. Try sell, lol. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and 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 yeah, is 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 bad. This is silly, but it's better than Fear Street.
1: Yeah. It's... That's that's what's fucking shocking is that this thing this series is better than Fear Street and I don't I don't even have much to say about Infinite Darkness yeah
4: yeah it is
1: straight up like are you a fan of the franchise eh it's less than two hours just go for it yeah like oh you're not a fan of the franchise you can miss it yep and that's better than Fear Street I'd (laughs) say oh
0: you're not a fan of the franchise well it's less than two hours if you have if you're bored why not. There's worse things you can watch, like Fear yeah. Street.
2: <laughs> like Fear Street, yeah. It didn't waste six hours of my freaking time.
0: Yeah, it, it it got it was over and done with in
1: like a little under two hours. Yes, yeah. yeah, like and there were some there were some fun sequences. I think the the rats on the boat or on the submarine rather were that was, excellent. Yeah, it was good. Um, uh, there's there's a little the a- sucked. Yeah, it was a little too heavy-handed with the um, with the politics trying to, like, make comments about our modern-day society. Yeah, um, yeah. All of the, uh, like, U.S. versus China fear right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, a little too heavy-handed for what it was, you know, for, for, it's a fucking Resident Evil movie. Like, you know, chill a little bit. Like, yeah. let's have some fun. You can chill out. Like, I'm I'm all for the social commentary about, like, the power of pharmaceutical giants. Yeah. Which has always been a massive backdrop of Resident Evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the little stinger of Tricel at the end to set up Wesker and Excella and Five, awesome, you know, good mm-hmm. little setup. But yeah, it needed to be a little less political, a little more scary, but yep. overall much less offensive than the six hour abomination that we just talked about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh should 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 we now move over to the third thing? Which 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 which, which
2: yeah.
0: is something that uh was, so yeah
2: yeah okay so to to tie this in um I uh, when we were watching the the third Fear Street and I don't remember who said this it was um, Lee um yeah okay so it was Lee Lee had made a guess um at the at the very tail end of um the back in time part of the 1666 part of um Fear Street part three where, um, Lee had kind of made an offhanded comment of, oh, maybe the them hanging her as a witch is what like turned her into a witch or mm. what mm. you know like like what 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 gave her the power to do all of this like evil shit mm-hmm. And immediately I thought of this next movie. so so Hell spoilers, yeah. spoilers, we won't say the name yet if you don't you know like like if, if you don't know what I'm talking about now uh, that I've said that, Um, yeah, like, I guess, I guess we should, we should definitely have a spoiler warning on this episode. Um, but it immediately made me think of the autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, and, uh, I had asked them while we were watching, I was like, has anybody seen that movie? And, uh, because Mike, Mike couldn't join us for the third one. So everyone in, in the, in the chat that we were watching said no. And I was like, oh man, Agreed. if we, if we do this podcast, I really, really want to talk about Autopsy of Jane Doe, especially in relation to this movie. So I was like, hey, guys, you want to watch this movie with me? <laughs> um, yeah. So, and so we did.
0: Yeah. So b- b- before, we, before we continue, as, as mm-hmm. Kat was saying, uh, if you haven't seen this movie, I, I think it's safe to say we all recommend it. So yes. like, pause this fucking podcast and, and go watch it.
2: Yes. If, if, we're if, a you don't, if, if you don't want to be,
0: if you don't yes. want to be spoiled, pause it yeah. and watch it because we're going to spoil the fuck out of it and we're going to gush about it. Yes. I, yeah. God and... damn.
3: There's a couple things about this this movie when uh, thinking about comparing it to uh, Fear, Fear Street 1666 that um, I'm like already getting like kind of excited about it <laughs> because uh mm-hmm. the okay. the ways that the autopsy of jay and Joe like d like p- presents a very similar story to 1666 but by doing so in just like such a Gripping, like visceral, like scary way. It's Uh it's just crazy to like think of these two stories side by side. For sure, um, my first thought, (laughs) um, if we were gonna like uh, break it down in terms of plot, I would just like to really quickly like talk about how this movie opens and relate that to. <laughs> to some something in Fear Street. Um Be- before yes, you get please. to that before you get to that yeah, real yeah. quick though, I wanna relay I, I just wanna cause
0: Kat mentioned this too when we were watching yes. Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah. So me and, and and Kat and Lee, you know, when we when we and, and you've seen this too, Mike, when we watch something, yeah. we'll talk shit. Even if we're enjoying something, we'll like crack sure, jokes or sure. talk trivia or whatever. Uh even if it's something like we haven't seen before, like you know, like when I was showing you guys Twin Peaks, there were you know we're talking shit, poking fun of it. Or oh whatever. yeah. And Lee and I were cracking some jokes at the start of the *Autopsy of Jane Doe* because you know we're assholes. This is what we do. Like when we're watching stuff, we're t- we're watching it, we're taking it seriously, we're cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. But as the movies started to go on and the central mystery started to present itself, the jokes became less and less and less frequent, and to the point where it yeah. was just dead fucking silence throughout I love, like, yeah, man, I love, that, I love that it yeah,
3: was it so was pro-
2: it was one of the first times I've I've been able to hear a pin drop while like <laughs> on, on a chat with with Saber and Lee and yeah. I was just like oh, they like it they really <laughs> like it
3: <laughs> that's so cool
2: and yeah and I mean you know like you guys all all, all three of you I really appreciate your guys horror sensibilities so just to to be able to kind of introduce you to something that, that I, I, you know, I heard multiple times, little like wows while we were watching. I'm like, yeah, cool. Awesome. <laughs>
4: yeah. So cool. I'm so
2: glad.
3: All right.
4: Yeah. yeah. Fear so, for-
3: thing.
2: Yes. Fear Street.
3: Yeah. So, um, I just want to, uh, mention uh, the way that uh, Saber you were, um, You you were a bit miffed a a bit ago as we talked about Fear Street and the, and um, Sarah Fears, uh, uh, um, how did you say, uh, uh, above ground grave, you know, her (laughs) her, 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 like, her leaf burial, they just, they just, they just, they just just took
0: a rake and just like made a pile of leaves and that was her grave.
3: Over the course of the whole series of Fear Street, that that concept was never not silly,
2: you yeah. know.
3: And the auto- and Jane Doe begins with a, a, an extremely similar concept. There's a, there's a d- discovery of of a corpse in a very shallow uh, uh, grave in the backyard of someone's home, and. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the his home has died, and as the uh, as the um as the as the uh, investi- the investigation uh, is going on in the, in in this first scene in the movie, it becomes clear that uh, the people in this home died trying to escape this this home. And there's like a really dr- dramatic uh, pan in to this pristine corpse in this Mm -hmm. grave, you know? And, um, it's, it's just a trip. It's, it's for sure one of many comparisons that could be made, but throughout (laughs) the course of this movie, thinking back as to why the Jane Doe's corpse was where it was, Mm -hmm. there's like, there's a, there's already enough, but, uh, by the time you finish this movie, you you definitely have your own ideas as to why it all makes sense. You know yeah. that didn't happen in Fear Street, and no. it's no, but... a very elusive. It, it's a very elusive material that like that like was was used in this writing. That like it's hard to place. How Fear Street dropped that, but mm-hmm. again, I, I I do believe that these two stories, Fear, Fear Street uh, part part three sp- specifically, and Jay Hindo have similar um, maybe not plots, but similar themes.
2: Yes, for sure. You know? um,
3: yeah,
2: yeah the the entire kind of like saga of uh, or saga, I guess of of Sarah Fear um, mm. could be. The saga of Jane Doe right sure yeah um so so yeah to to kind of um uh, to kind of break it down a little bit the the plot of the autopsy of Jane Doe is that this, yeah, like Mike was saying this pristine body is found um at a site at a at a murder site um and she's brought assuming she was killed there um, and she's brought to uh this this like father son morgue. Um, it's like a family family business. They're morticians. Uh they do they conduct autopsies for the you know the county, um, and then you know, kind of report relay their findings. Uh the da- the dad is played by Brian Cox, um, and just he's amazing, yeah. first of all. He did so he's, good in this movie. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. One of my
1: favorite characters in Deadwood.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 second of all, he's 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 very much of the, you know, like he's like the hard evidence guy. He's like we we don't care about the why. We're just here to give them all of the evidence so that they can figure out the why. You know, like we're we're doing like focus on your job. We're gonna do everything else. Um, his son is played by Emil Hirsch, um, who is also fantastic. Uh, really haven't seen him in too much recently, but he's a very very good actor and amazing in this. Yeah. Um, and the son is uh, he's young. He doesn't you know again he doesn't know as much. He's just kind of like getting into the family business. Uh, he's got a girlfriend and he's going to, you know, go out with her for the night, but they're just taking care of like one last, one last body uh, before they, you know, head out. Uh, the girlfriend does end up coming down. They end up kind of like showing her around the morgue a little bit. She has a little bit of like morbid curiosity. Um, there's a, they have a gunshot victim uh, on the, like in one of the, on one of the slabs. Um, and she, she, sort of gets tempted to look at his face, uh, which is covered by a by a sheet and you can kind of tell that it's there there is basically no face under there um, but she ends up getting like a little a little jump scare with the bells on their toes that the dad explains is like an old mortuary trick to make sure people are actually dead and not just comatose or sleeping. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like a fantastic little setup for many more things that happen later in the movie. Um, so then, uh, Emil Hirsch is supposed to go to the movies with her. Um, they're heading out, but then Jane Doe's body arrives, and basically, like, he ends up staying staying with his dad to finish this one less to like to finish this job for the state. It's like you know very important, um, and they'll they'll do their date some other time, and that ends up being a huge fucking mistake. <laughs> um, as uh you know as they begin the autopsy. Uh, the first thing they notice is they open her eyes and her eyes are extremely clouded and discolored, um, which is basically a sign of this body is way... This dead body died way longer than she appears to have died, essentially. Um, And as they sort of start digging more into, like, the mystery of her and, and really digging into her... Um, They start discovering all of these horrifying things. She's had her tongue cut out. Um, She's had her, um, her wrists and her ankles are shattered and there's no evidence on her skin of that. You know, they open up her, her, her body. They like, why incision her? And um, you know, her heart has scars on it as if it's been cut open. Uh, She's got like, her lungs have been just like charred as if she was like burned alive and then they peel back her skin and find like marks on the skin of of like some sort of like like ritualistic marks um and it's just it this this progresses over the course of the film and just more and more you get more evidence of something is not right with this body and gradually things start to happen around the morgue the very first thing that happens is that uh they get a little bit of a jump scare where Emil hirsch sees a figure uh in the in like the mirror in the hallway he kind of like follows where it went uh he f- looks into a vent and gets a little jump scare um and i remember initially we all we all were kind of like aha it's gonna be it's gonna be the cat because there's a cat in the movie that's like a good a good mouser um and that would be you know like in most horror movies, that would be what would happen, is you'd have the first jump scare is kind of a little bit of a, oh, ha it's like, you know, break the tension a little bit, it's just the cat, it's fine, and then we're going to ramp it up into the real horror. Uh, but this movie does not do that. In fact, <laughs> instead, when uh, Brian Cox comes in and goes to actually check what's up in the vents, they find the cat half dead, um, and he has to put it out of its misery. And it's a really beautiful, sad scene, because... Up until this point, he's been very closed off with his son because uh, his uh, his wife had cancer. Um, and you slowly get pieces of their relationship as well. Um, and he says the most beautiful line, in my opinion, in the movie, which is that, like, he hated that fucking cat, but it was the last thing of your mother's I had. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah. So, yeah, so the the, the cat is the first victim. And then we get into another Fear Street parable, which is, she starts raising zombies. The the other dead people start coming to life basically. Like once once they kind of figure out like oh my god there's something wrong with her. She like shatters the lights and they end up in this you know they end up stuck. There's a storm outside. The old sycamore fell over and has blocked them in. They can't get enough power to the uh to, to the elevator to get out. They're stuck down there with her and she raises all of the dead bodies that they had before. You start. You start to hear, hear the jingle of their toe bells as they're walking around, coming after them. Um, be- and yeah, be- it's.
0: Before you continue, can I also mention one other Fear Street parallel, which is? Oh yes. Uh, there's licensed music in this movie, but it's thematically and artistically appropriate. It actually yes. ties into the plot. It ties into scenes. It's used intelligently, not just. Yeah. Here's song. Recognize.
2: So one of the one of the first creepy moments that like is, is sort of unexplainable that they, they kind of don't notice is the, the radio starts to like switch dials. Um and uh you know just it just starts to to do the the seeking, you know, like and it settles on uh Let the Sunshine In, I think yeah. is the name of the yeah. song. Yeah. And that's a that's a that song is thematic and it continues to go back to that song. Um even yeah, that so, rock
0: song too, about like the 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 the, the dark haired girl is, yes ties that's into right. the fucking movie
2: <laughs> that's right that's it, right like, it, yeah. it's not
0: just there because oh we need we need we need a rock song while they're while they're mm-hmm. uh, while they're working like it it's that's that and that's that's the other important thing like every single fucking licensed song in this movie comes from their little radio that they're realistically would be playing while they're while they're doing their mortician shit yep like it yep. it it makes Sense it's not just here's a bunch of students on the bus here's Creep by Radiohead for thirty seconds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but so yeah, they um, you know, like the it ends up being a very a very horrifying night for them. Uh, and additionally, she uh, she causes some sort. Of, so they they end up almost escaping. They they get. Just enough power for the elevator to try to, like, wrench it open and go through. Um, and she sends a zombie after them. And uh, Brian Cox, in an effort to save his son, axes down the zombie. And it turns out to be the girlfriend. Um, so, yeah, he just, like, brutally axed the girlfriend. She's dead now. Uh, and there's this really, there's this great moment where, like, you guys definitely pointed it out while we were watching it. It very easily could have been used for like cheap drama, like Dad, you killed my girlfriend, and like yeah. I, I thought I thought she was a zombie, I was trying to save you. And they don't fucking do that. Because they, 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 they could actually have used make...
1: it as an easy wedge to drive some family drama in there. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm, they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. And, yeah. They they showed restraint and care and made their made their characters more intelligent because of it. Every, because obviously,
0: ev- just everything about these two characters feels real and legitimate and, and... And believable, yep. and 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 intelligent, and just
2: yep. Like it, yeah. yeah. So so they so once that happens, they decide to finish the autopsy. They decide to finish figuring out who this woman is and what the hell she's about. And that's when we get the reveal that uh, they 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 found also in her stomach. She had they made her swallow a tooth wrapped in a like some sort of little like parchment thing with writing on it. They find that the writing, when you fold it over says a Bible verse, the Bible verse talks about how to spot witches. So that is when we get the, the ultimate fierce retie in where, Oh my God, she was a witch. Um, and then they, they start to go over the evidence they've had where, um, you know, they had found, they had found Pete in her hair and under her fingernails where they're like, that's, you wouldn't find that regionally. Like, how did that get on her body? That's really weird. Um That, you know, like, oh, gosh, there was some other piece of evidence that they found that was like very much tied into essentially they figure out she's from the Salem witch trials.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, And, and, you know, like their, their first thought is, but the Salem witch trials were all fake. It was all people just accusing other people and there was no actual witchcraft um, and this is actually the next part is kind of the the one part that I find a little bit weak about the movie. I still really like it because I like this twist, but it is just kind of like uh, Brian Cox's character jumps to these conclusions where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, uh, like I like I like that reveal, but a, maybe a little clumsy on the execution. Yeah, but
0: it's it's definitely a little clumsy, but everything yeah. else around it is so fucking strong
2: so solid that, that i'm yeah, just like can, I, don't, I don't care <laughs> yeah you can you can forgive it yeah. um but yeah he he basically concludes that uh the process that they used this this process of, the, of torturing her to death right where like they burned her and you know like like wrapped like skinned her alive and broke her bones and sawed off her tongue like this whole thing they did to her to kill her actually turned her into the thing that they feared she was. So like this this ritual to kill a witch performed on an innocent person actually created a witch. Like her hate and and then and then essentially everything that they've been doing to her. Oh, cuz they figure out that her they they cut open her brain and they take samples and they find living cells. Yeah, that's so right. So they figure out she's still alive and feeling everything that they've done to her. And Like, they're just like, yeah, this is, like, everything we've done, this is what's powering her. She's not, you know, like, like, she's not killing people because, like, she's just killing people because they're in her way. Like, she's the reason all these people are dying, just because she has so much hate from, from like, you know, what happened to her, essentially. Um, And then, uh, like, Valley, you know, they try to burn the body, it doesn't work. Um, valiantly, Brian Cox ends up trying to save his son by essentially, like, he, like, he whispers to her that, like, you know, he's willing to do whatever, right? Just, like, let him go. And she ends up transferring all of her wounds to him. Um, which, you know, is just, like, an insane amount of pain. Uh, and and torment and you see his bones break and you you know like you see the the smoke filling his lungs and you know by the end of it he's begging his son to kill him and his son kills him and she doesn't let him go she lets him she lets him she lets him get all the way up to the top of the stairs where he hears uh the police officer from the beginning who brought Jane Doe trying to to get the the um the tree off the um off the door that that fell on the door. Uh he, he's he's trying and he's telling him, hey, open the like, you would open the door now. We got the tree off. We got the tree off. And um, you know, the, the sun's just being like, I can't, I can't. And he's just like, let me in, let me in. And then it segues to that fucking let the sunshine in song. And the it's officer so
0: the creepy, creepy.
2: Officer, quote unquote, singing the let the sunshine in song that's been playing this whole time. And then Brian Cox is a zombie shows up and scares Emil Hirsch who falls and and who falls down the stairs and dies.
0: It's and it's yeah, the, it's a brilliant reincorporation of licensed music. Narr- like it's, it fits in with the narrative. Yes. It's not here's it's closer so by nine inch nails.
2: It, yeah, exactly. Or and it's seconds. so it's so creepy and such a great such a great use too, of that like you give a little glimmer of hope and then you just dash it right away no, of like yeah. you thought you know you thought maybe maybe that appeal to her worked right like maybe she's gonna let him go like maybe like maybe she's not just an angry spirit maybe she actually feels empathy nope no. nope uh and then and then of course you know the the um the the, co- the cop gets there for real after the storm is over uh discovers this you know carnage everywhere Um, the, the three new dead bodies, he's saying, I've known this family for years. There's absolutely no, like, you know, I know what it looks like and that did not happen. You know, like, it's like this, the son would not kill his father and his girlfriend, That absolutely not. Mm. Um, and then he, he ends up like, you know, the, the corpse on the table looks untouched and he ends up just saying, I want her like as far away from my County as possible. And yeah, the end of the the end of the film is uh, her her being driven across state lines as she changes the radio to that song, and we see just like her toe wiggle at the very end, and that is the first time we've ever seen her move, um, and also just like the end of the film.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and uh, that movie was more effective than all six hours of Fear Street. And it has the equivalent reading on Rotten Tomatoes as the first one.
1: Yeah. Bullshit. It's an 82. Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah. The the autopsy of Jane Doe did a lot of things that trusts the intelligence of the viewer
4: mm-hmm.
1: and knows how to give just enough information to support its brilliant payoffs later. Yeah. Like the bell on the toe, you mm-hmm. know. That could very easily be this like ham-fisted thing that they just they they shoved in there, but mm-hmm. no. Like we use this bell because back in the day, if we didn't, we, we wouldn't know how to properly diagnose uh, a state of of being comatose. So we had to use this bell in case they woke up. And I just kind of do it out of superstition. It's like oh, that's that's a cool little thing. And then as soon as shit started hitting hitting the fan, there was this prolonged silence, and I just said. Oh fuck, if I hear that bell. Yeah.
0: There's so much Chekhov's yeah. gun in this movie.
1: Like it, there's so and, much yes. set off and payoff. Yes, yes, I forgot the expression, but yes, it's yes. it's so much Chekhov's gun.
2: And it's um, again, like you said, it's not it's not ham fisted in a way. You know, yeah. it's it for for us who are very um, you know, experienced moviegoers, so to speak, like we can spot these things a little more easily, but like mm-hmm even then it's like oh yeah like it's still so effective none of us were going like oh yeah and then we're gonna hear the bell and then we're gonna do this you know and yeah. um the you know the scene i mentioned earlier about the the girlfriend like wanting to pull the sheet off of the guy who had his face blown off mm-hmm. right that also pays off later that's the one that brian cox axes
4: yeah because
2: uh, because yeah we just we see him in the distance and we're like Oh my God, we're gonna see his face, and like we've 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 had this buildup of like whatever is under that sheet is horrifying. You don't want to see it. You yeah, don't want to yeah. see it. And then and then yeah, when we do see it, it, it's horrifying. And then it leads to an added horrifying reveal of oh my God, it was a hallucination.
1: Yeah,
2: and yeah. I just, I just murdered my son's girlfriend.
1: <laughs> yeah the the film the film showed an incredible amount of restraint when it needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, with with a horror movie where the entire plot revolves around a body laying on a table and being examined, <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: there are so many hack opportunities for jump scares. Oh, yes. Um, you know, turn around and realize the body is sitting up. Um, you know, the body's gone If you're looking up close at her face Then she does a quick And screams at you And then do a double take And the body didn't actually move Like, mm-hmm. there's so much dumb shit they could have done And so the closest much, So much do, 3 Yes And <laughs> yeah. the closest they get to that Is they're examining her face And a fly crawls out of her nose
2: Yes, yes
1: and it's yeah. just like, oh, gross.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. And th- there you that that's it. Yeah. A so the, 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 oh, uh, remarkable but, amount of restraint from the writer.
2: And and we do we do have uh, like a genuine scare moment of movement with her, which is when they first open her mouth.
4: And oh you see yeah, the, yeah. You
2: yeah. see the cutout tongue. That was mm. that was like a like I forgot I forgot about that moment. And that was a genuine like, oh, ooh, that is a creepy face. Yeah. Like, whew,
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of really strong horror imagery that Mm -hmm. is not uh, LOL horror XD, like, like the, it's Mm -hmm. spooky! Bye-bye, man! Um, James,
2: don't think it!
0: Grandpa's bones. Yeah, or, or fucking, like, look, I, I fucking like most of the movie, but it's like, it's, it, does, it doesn't have, like, the stupid sinister dead kid shit, you know? Where it's like, yeah. oh, don't they look spooky? Don't these yeah. dead kids... Like, the spookiest shit about Sinister is, like, Ethan Hawke watching the snuff oh, films. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. I, I remember uh, when you and I watched Sinister in theaters, and... <laughs> we are, like, completely engrossed into, like, oh, yeah, like, the snuff film part's great, but ghouls the shit, this is awesome. And then as soon as the dead kids start, like, running around the living room, you just start going, these goddamn ghost kids jumping around on my furniture. (laughs) The fuck out of my house. Get out of my house, you fucking ghost kids. It's,
0: like, so totally off-putting, and and it's not creepy. Mm -hmm. Like, Ethan Hawke's genuine horror at watching, like, a family be set on fire or a family get run over by a fucking lawnmower is, Mm -hmm. is gripping and engaging. And it's just that restraint where like, you know, horrifying, violent shit is happening. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: And just seeing Ethan Hawke's reaction to it is far more impactful. And that's, that's, that's what autopsy of Jane Doe does It's like, there's so much of, of it where it's just, it's, it's restraint and it's, it's the fear of the unknown of just what the fuck is the slow buildup of dread and tension. And and the, like, like we we're saying, the characters are smart. Like when the horror stuff starts getting like really bad, we, we don't get the characters being like really stupid or anything like that. They immediately go, yeah, fuck this. Let's go home. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get the fuck yes. out of here. Yeah. And, and it and will They
2: desperately them. try to get out as soon as they, as soon as they kind of start getting like real terror starts setting in.
0: Yeah, like but they can't. A, d- a dumber movie would have had like some character drama tension of like one of the characters insisting on staying, and like we we mm-hmm. had a little bit of that, but that was before like the fear or the terror shit started really amping up. It was like mm-hmm. okay, shit's getting a little weird. Dad, can we finish this in the morning? And the dad's like, no, like we have a job to do. Let's finish it. And it's it's understandable yeah. because like he's mm-hmm. a professional, and it's like it's not
2: yeah, off the and, rails and, and... yet. At that point, the weird stuff had been like the radio malfunctioned, and it's like, yeah, it's an old ass radio, whatever. Yeah, or, you know, or, it was or the it was blood stuff, leaked. Yeah, or the yeah, exactly. There was there was some creepy stuff about the body, but he's like, you know, like it it was not yet getting to the level of zombies coming after you. And, yeah, lights exploding. You know, yeah, exactly, and 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 her setting the whole room on fire, and you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I like such an effective performance for just like a cadaver right yeah. like like
4: but dude yeah
2: just such a good job of just absolutely framing the whole movie around just still images of this woman
3: yeah sexually. to be that scary and you're not moving or saying anything that's yeah. pretty pretty special yeah
2: yeah yeah no i like just genuinely i'm like like absolutely what you said about the Restraint shown is just so impressive to me, and it's yeah, it's something that, yeah, like a, and I am not using the term meaning like less expensive, but a a cheaper horror movie would have gone there in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah, um, and we've we've all seen those movies, you know, and they can be they can be fun, they can be fine. Like I, they can be wish upon. <laughs> they can be wish upon. I I was gonna say I don't. I was gonna say I don't hate jump scares, uh, but it, it I I do feel like jump scares are a very very cheap method they of are. horror. Um, it's I it's... think I think they can be used to like I don't hate like for instance I don't hate James Wan I think he's a very effective horror director I do really dislike how much he overuses jump scares yeah um, and I I do kind of wish he would. Dial that back a little bit. <laughs> for for me, the jump scare, it, if it's just a pointless
0: like fake out jump scare, you can fuck yeah. right off, and that's what so many horror movies do.
2: Yeah, but, they, uh, they like doing that a lot. Yeah, they or,
0: like the or or they they do like really obnoxious jump scares. But like a, an effective jump scare, I have no problem with, especially if like the effective jump scare is what is kickstarting the terror for a particular character, which you see a lot mm-hmm. in really good horror movies. I mean the thing, yeah. like the, ch- the 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 chest scene in the thing, that's a jump scare. Mm-hmm. But it it, yeah. it it kicks off a character dying and it kicks off the characters having to fucking panic mm-hmm. and and deal with the situation. Like it's not just there for bleh. Yeah. But bleh. bleh.
2: I, I will say I really I the j- kind of jump scares I really appreciate are not the ones where they just, like, flash an image and a loud noise in front of me. Yeah, fuck that. Um, I, like, I like stuff where, like, I think the first Ghost Encounters, uh, or, sorry, Grave Encounters movie does this. And also It Follows does this. Uh, just having, having something huge suddenly appear in a doorframe where, like... Like, char- like there's a doorframe in the background or something and characters are talking about something in the foreground and you just see something walk into the doorframe and have to like duck under it and that's just like the creepiest fucking thing to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> like, that's that's also yeah, like... I think, a- I, do you guys remember that from It Follows? Yeah. I, yeah I'm definitely. pretty sure that's the movie mm-hmm. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's, okay. it's their, their,
0: their, 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 their... There's there's the banging on the door and and the, the the girl is like, don't open the door, don't open the door, and they open it and yes. it's, it's their friend. She's like, what's wrong? And she walks in and then that tall thing, the tall man. Yes, that yeah. like, comes
2: <sighs> in behind her. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh God, no. Like, yeah. So
0: much of that. And that's another movie with so much restraint where just so mm-hmm. much of that movie is just the terror of something slowly walking.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's horrifying. And, and something constantly in the background too. Yeah. Like that is just a, it's an absolutely brilliant. There's a, there's a short story that I read um, in like an anthology a while ago couple years ago where uh it's it's literally about like a filmmaker uh and or a a series of film buffs who try to seek out this like lost film from this horror filmmaker and the film is literally about like something in the like like something following people like behind like directly behind them just kind of like a shadow and it's like it's such an effective story i'll have to send it to you guys but it's it's a very very effective story and for that exact reason where it's just like something in like the way the way the film is described is it's like something that's always in the background or something that like you're always somewhat aware of in the shot like uh, like there's like some unexplained shadow on a character that just starts like slowly moving and you're like, what the fuck is that yeah. and it's like, yeah,
0: that movie yeah. You're, that movie you're constantly looking in the background at the extras and you yes. have no, and yeah. you have, you have no fucking idea what is the creature until it yes. actually gets close enough.
2: Yes, or or god like the shots where you see like the just like like a, a naked person on the roof but like in like like out of focus and you're like, "Oh no." <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Why are you on the roof? That's a very inefficient way to walk toward her. <laughs> yeah. Like like
0: I mean, sure, you could like nitpick that movie apart and I'm sure like fucking Picky oh, assholes yeah. have and, and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, like, my my
2: sorry, my joke was not meant to be a like disparaging. Oh no, 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 it no. Follows. <laughs> I love it. I I,
0: I, I I know that. I'm I'm just saying like <laughs> preemptively for for people who listen to this. Uh, or, yes, like, you can nitpick so much stuff, but like when you're like genuinely engaged, like the nitpicky shit doesn't really matter at at mm-hmm. you know all that much. It's it's like kind of like. Gremlins, you know, if, if you really think about the rules, kind of like how Gremlins 2 pokes fun of, you know, the rules don't make sense. But mm-hmm. the movie is engaging and engrossing enough that in the moment, you're not necessarily thinking about whether or not the rules for feeding a mogwai after midnight make sense or not. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whereas in Fear Street, I'm they're literally explaining the rules of the creature, and it's like, but you were breaking those rules ten minutes ago.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Like I'm not engaged in this 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 cavalcade of fuckery this 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 devil worship devil devil worship.
2: oh yeah, I don't think we explained that that is our extremely exaggerated to be fair um
0: I don't think it's exaggerated
2: that that's that's our exaggerated impression of the uh the accents used in. In Fear Street Part Three, Part One, it's sp- specifically
0: the the lead
3: actress, whenever she says "devil,"
0: it's
2: mm-hmm. just
3: good <laughs> devil. It's funny too because when we flash back to ninety four and she's uh, driving um, Sheriff Good Good's car, and uh, she's um, explaining what she discovered in that in that flashback arc to her brother, and she says um that yeah like the the goods sold sold their souls but the accent comes back when she says to the devil <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No! it does it, it does oh <laughs> my god, it was good, funny.
2: good ear on that but and oh also oh. i
0: am now reminded too of, of again at how shitty this fucking trilogy is the 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 whole like, we were jo- Another reason why I was joking in Fair Street 1 that Sheriff Good was evil is because his last name was Good. And exactly, then, yeah. then I started getting more of the feeling that, like, okay, he's actually the bad guy in part two because he was, like, the only character from part one to be in part two. And they're making him out to be this really nice, sweet fucking guy, even though we had mm-hmm. nothing with him in the first movie absolutely and then of course when the big reveal happens and she's telling her fucking brother about the flashback of course because these writers are fucking hacks hacks like sure maybe this this line could have worked if it was like a horror comedy or something like that but it it, maybe maybe some people see this as a horror comedy i don't because there's there's no humor here Of course, I don't think
2: IMDb does either.
0: (laughs) Of course, she fucking says, good is evil. Yeah, I hate
3: it. Do you get it? (laughs) Do you get it? Do you get it?
0: Do you get it? Do you get it? it?
4: (laughs) I I get
0: it. The the, the, the 1990s Goosebump series, as cheesy and as hokey as that shit is, is better than this fucking pile of cinematic afterbirth.
2: Yeah, IMDB says drama, horror, mystery.
0: There's no drama. A mystery, There's
2: no a mystery. mystery we solved with a joke in the first movie.
1: <laughs> the only mystery is its fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: um, well. Yeah. So to, to, to Two severed thumbs up for Autopsy of Jane Doe.
1: Absolutely. Definitely. Um I I had to take a little time to think about it and I wanted to wanted to give it until the pod to make sure but uh, I'm pretty sure it's in my top 10 horror.
4: <gasps> really? Wow, that's sick.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. I'm I'm really impressed with that movie the more I dwell on it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I I think I'd agree actually.
1: Yeah, good pick, cat.
2: Sure. Yeah. Oh, thank you you you
1: you you saved us and the podcast
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah my little i let the sunshine in Ah! (laughs) oh geez (laughs) um and uh uh the resident evil miniseries thoughts final thoughts
1: if you're a fan of the franchise give it a watch that's about it
2: yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: there
3: isn't much to say if there. You're,
1: well, no,
2: no. Really,
1: sure I, 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 More would, Resident Evil material while waiting for the Village DLC. I would, I would disagree.
0: I, I, I would say that the my final thoughts are fear is the root of terror.
2: Oh my god. Yes. Correct. Yeah. I, I, I think. I think if you've like, it's no more forgettable than any of the other CGI movies. So. Mm, yeah. Whatever you know, pop it on if you got a couple hours to burn.
0: And if you want to see Leon Kennedy, just be an action badass. Or...
3: And Claire do nothing. And Claire do, oh. Claire do nothing.
4: Claire.
0: And, and the big bad get dipped in acid twice. You mean urine? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the, the, you mean boiling
1: pee.
2: It. Yeah, boiling pee. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Fear Street?
1: Insanely overrated. Die.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um... <laughs> a fad it will be it will be not it won't be mentioned in a couple of months
2: yeah and it'll be gone to the wind you know what I think I think you're exactly right I think this is going to go the way of bird box Mm.
1: yes oh very good comparison this is going to go the way of bird box absolutely where
2: where, like eventually people will be like hey you know what that was just the happening and also shitty (laughs) you're like (laughs) so it was (laughs)
1: Same as it ever was. Same as
2: it ever was. was.
0: Uh, Yeah, no, my my final thoughts on Fear Street is um, fuck. Like, I I I was really mad at Conjuring 3 and I was invested in that franchise. At least the, the, the main entries. I am more mad at Fear Street for just, and I have no investment in that franchise for just being so fucking inept. And wasting what could have been a fun, shrocky horror movie. Like, it's not even the fun bad to watch, like Wish no. Upon, which we will eventually talk about on this show.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: Get ready, Mike. <laughs>
1: Like, I'm convinced Wish Upon is just going to be an anniversary edition at this point. We're going to keep referencing how enjoyable it is, and it'll be, like, episode 100.
2: Maybe. Yeah, probably.
0: Uh, like, it, it's it's not a fun bad to watch, especially because it's six goddamn hours. And mm-hmm. so much of it is filler. Like, the s- slasher movies can get a lot of bad rap, especially, like, really bad ones, because they can be really fucking stupid and really fucking inept. Like, Halloween 6 is 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 a hot garbage fire, right? Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan is a fucking garbage fire because, like, that movie is a goddamn lie. It's Jason on a boat for an hour and then there's, like, a couple of insert shots of New York, but it's filmed in Toronto for, like, the last 20 minutes. Um... Both of those movies are far more entertaining and watchable than 99.9% of Fear Street. I hate the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, and I would gladly re-watch the Rob Zombie Halloween movies over this pile of shit. Wow. I I hate the Jackie Earl Haley Nightmare in Elm Street movie. It it has a couple moments in it that are fine, but it's mostly just a waste of time. Oh.
2: Yeah, no. Uh,
4: it's, but
2: it, the, I, I would watch I that. Over the, I liked the nightmare sections and like the like. I, I liked some of the the more artistic parts of it. Yeah, you know, like I, like in terms of in terms of their aesthetic. Other than that, completely forgettable. Yeah, yeah
0: like the, the the only thing I remember about that being genuinely terrifying is after the the kid dies in the prison or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. it cuts back to the nightmare world. And, and and fucking freddy tells him uh did you did you know that after the, the 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 heart stops the brain remains active for 7 minutes that means we have 7 more minutes to play mm-hmm. and it's like that's that's genuinely fucking horrifying and the rest of that movie is a dumpster fire and i would still gladly rewatch it over the entirety of this fucking fear street trilogy well like yeah. it's some of the worst horror movies I have seen, I would gladly re-watch over Fear Straight, because like at least they can be at well for starters, they're not fucking six goddamn hours filled with filler. Yeah. Like good.
2: Even if it's God. bad substance, it's at least substance. This is like again, it's it's watered down references to better horror movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just watch watch the better horror movies. Or if you want a bunch of references together, watch American Horror Story. There we go. There's there's my pitch. <laughs> yeah,
0: or, you know, on, on that too, if you want to watch a bunch of horror movie references together in a tight, tightly packed horror movie setting,
4: mm-hmm.
0: watch Scream or The Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Watch Cabin either of those. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it Scream is, like, it, it constantly is... is it, it does that sin of constantly referencing classic movies, and I hate that in movies mm-hmm. because, like, it's like, yes, I should be watching this, in, as opposed to whatever, but at least mm-hmm. Scream is, like, made by competent filmmaker and has some intelligence behind it and is entertaining and has, like, mm-hmm. a good cast. So it's like, hey, you know, this is a good movie. It's not as good as, like, The Exorcist or Halloween, but, like, I'll let, I'll let it slide because the whole point of this movie is to be meta.
3: Mm-hmm. But...
0: Yes. When you're constantly shoving horror movie references down my throat and the movie's point is to not be meta, and you're just reminding me of better horror movies that I should be watching as opposed to this, this this dumpster fire
3: of, of devil worship.
2: Devil.
1: No. Uh Mikey, what'd you think?
3: Well, I'm definitely in it. it i am in the consensus that um the series was not good I did not really enjoy it um i honestly at several points watching the series and thinking about the series i've i've wondered am i just being too like hard maybe too like too critical i don't know like is there is there a reason that this that the series is getting so much hype and like play at the current time, you know, but mm-hmm. I really don't have any answers to that suit. Uh, the first movie was, was boring and stupid. Yep. Uh The sec, the sec, the second movie was passable, but just, but just so uh, the third one honestly annoyed me on some deep levels for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, um, if uh, if this if this wasn't such already an inside joke that you who guys show me movies that aren't <laughs> that great. <laughs> I would be a little surprised that we all sat down and spent the uh, time here. But to be fair, fun, uh, of course.
0: to be fair, though, at least in this instance, Mike, all right, <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be a tire fire going into it, man. I
3: know, like, I know, man, Con- I know.
0: Conjuring, Conjuring but... 3 and Spiral, yeah, they got bad reviews, oh, so we're dear, like, okay, maybe this head. is going to be, f- maybe this will be fun bad, right? Mm-hmm this was like no. again getting really good reception online and yeah. i'm like mm-hmm. all right well i mean clearly like it, it 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 has to have something of value and then we find out that 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 it's 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 no there's nothing of value it's just a bunch of people huffing the thoughts of the devil, <laughs> the devil it's, really it, yeah. it's just there's nothing of value in like it's a waste of time. I, I I would rather watch Wish Upon three times in a
3: row. I it was actually fun, though. Yeah. Hey,
2: hey. <laughs> you I put mean,
1: some respect on that tone when I, you talk uh, about Wish Upon. i it's sorry. It's, it's not, it's not know, Wish
2: Upon's
0: wish fault. <laughs> fault. It's not Wish it's, it's yeah. Upon's fault. It's, it's <laughs> don't Fear not don't, don't
2: you drag Wish Upon into Fear Street's Sally? <laughs>
0: Look, all right. We're going to talk about Wish Upon soon. Let's we do have it.
4: to.
0: Yeah. Tease yeah. forever. We have to. Uh... right. And yeah, Autopsy of Jane Doe Slap. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, banger. Hell yeah. Uh...
2: You gonna play us out, Saber?
0: Yeah, um, next episode might be James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, because apparently (gasps) that's that's coming out this Friday, and it's also getting really high praise, but now I'm kind of worried because Fear Street... (gasps) Uh, yeah well but yeah. it's james gunn and i i i'm a fan of his he's a
2: talented writer and director i think yeah um,
0: yeah. You no know, he
2: does good he does good work
0: yeah and i, I like idris elba i, I like margot yes. Robbie, uh, and i mm-hmm. wish she had better material
2: I,
1: as harley
4: quinn
2: yeah i love her as harley quinn and yes i i 100% agree yeah
1: and there's another world-class celebrity athlete in the film
2: It is ne- John
0: Cena. Yeah.
3: Oh no!
1: Are you Yeah, John Cena's in it. Uh, oh yeah.
0: He's, he's basically oh, playing uh, douchebag Captain America. Mike.
4: Yeah. Okay, okay. His name is, my, is the peace.
0: Awesome. His name is the peacemaker, and apparently, he's basically just douchebag, super jingoistic Captain America. Okay. Yeah. And okay. yeah, like you know there's a go? there's a line in the trailer where they're like, you know, why don't you go eat a bag of dicks? And John Cena's like, you know, if this beach was covered in dicks. And it would help America get their freedom. I'd totally do it for America. Because he's just—he's just douchebag Captain America, hardcore bro, Captain America.
3: And I'm like, all right, you know, this is like my kind of character. That's yeah, it's good. like,
0: why not? You know, sure. Let's let's maybe give it a shot. But yeah, uh, probably the Suicide Squad, uh, and and also Wish Upon. And there's also some other plans. Well, I mean, not in the same episode, but you know, I have to keep teasing Wish Upon. It's our pocket episode. Uh, and we also have some other shit planned in the near future for some cool shit. But anyways, um, yeah, this is the Gooncast. Um, y'all know who we are at this point. Get fucked.
1: <laughs> Sick. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again, That's one yeah. way to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Unless <laughs> y'all want it to be, <laughs> I think it's pretty good.
2: All right. Uh, do we want to? No, wanna... no, no. Yeah, let's let's plug. Yeah, plug, the... plug you can plug, you can find Saber at uh, Saber 307 on Twitch. Um, he is currently just starting day day three, I believe. Right?
0: Day of two. Back... Because day two. Day, because official day two. Official day two because the first day okay. was day zero.
2: Oh right right because, all right day yeah. two of back to ghoul. Where it's gonna be nothing but horror games until Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm doing Haunting Ground now. Mm-hmm. And it's
0: it's it, yeah, you know, as opposed to you know, because we just finished off Diet Corpse Party, uh, and that sucked.
4: God.
1: Which um, we will not speak of. I will no, not. No. I will
2: not
0: speak of until we discuss. Don't think it. Don't say it. Until we discuss Corpse Party with Niku, but we're not going to be discussing. Uh, we're not going to be discussing the Corpse Party games. That's maybe for later. No, instead, mm-hmm. a tease for a future episode is, is with our friend mm-hmm. Niku Senpai, where we are going to finally sit down and watch the live action Corpse Party movies and oh, uh, no. and,
1: and discuss those. And maybe
2: even that and, Corpse Party and OVA. The anime? Yeah. Yeah. Which Lee's oh,
1: seen. No. <laughs> I've seen the OVA. I have, I have edited the OVA.
2: So, <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, you spliced awful. you splice that shit into that.
0: N- N- Niku has also not seen the live action movies. He has seen the OVA mm. and he hated it though. Okay. Mostly because of the ending.
1: That's fair. Uh okay.
0: but yeah, that, that that'll be a thing at some point. And maybe we'll talk about I'm so the, excited. the Diet Cure party thing coming up. Um yeah, yeah and, and then also we got other video game horror video game based movies at some point in our back pocket that we need to watch and sit down for. But yeah, Saber0307 on Twitch. Uh back to Google. Non-stop horror games until around Halloween. So yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, and I'm the Attack Cat on Twitch. Um I was most recently streaming Goose Game with my fiance. Uh I will probably be maybe jumping into a little bit of the horror with uh with James. Um, but otherwise, uh, you know, some more Nancy Drew, some more uh point-and-click adventures Nice
1: on the docket. Alright, and then this has been your boy, Lee Alder, the Valley Jester. You can catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash valleyjester. I'm also playing a horror game currently, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. Hop on is. in and watch my misery. <laughs> and you can catch some of my posts infrequently on my website at LeeAlderCreative.com
3: uh-huh nice and uh once again i'm mike ghoul you can find me by typing uh, m ghoul guts in, into twitch i do not stream very off uh, very often but who knows the the month of the spooks is coming up we'll see oh, yeah. what's going down i gotta get you yeah, to stream yeah. the quiet man mike <gasps> this game sounds pretty bad so no <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm buying you the quiet man mike
3: <laughs> please don't, oh, please. please don't.
0: All right.
2: Thanks for joining us, everybody.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. And, um,
1: uh, Fear Street sucks farts. Yep. Stay beautiful, folks.
3: Bye. Bye-bye. Jojo, stop fucking biting my hands. The devil. <laughs> the devil.